Blog Talk Radio. Guaranteed to be an ICU. 
more time. What's beat? Beat is when you make your enemies start your jeep. Beat is when you roll no less than 30 deep. Beat is when I see you. Guaranteed to be your I see you. Check it. I done smoked with the best uh-huh. of them, shot at the rest uh-huh. of them. Was about a hundred or more, maybe less of them. Got my rocks off. That nigga from the brook just be wildin' on you, just be stylin' on you, and I tried to warn you, but your eyes fucked up. Now I cleared them shits with hits, you on the fucking bench. Hard in my friends, but sometimes I get kinda peeved at these weak MCs with these supreme ball of life. Lyrics, I call them like I see your G. Y'all niggas sound like me. Y'all was grimy in the early 90s. Far behind me. It ain't hard to find me. Number one with the booyaka. Give me the Remy and the chronic. Ain't no telling what I do to y'all. It's obvious the game's new to y'all. Take the ends you make and spend them on the tutor, huh? One shot, I'm through with y'all. Beef is when you need two gas to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the street. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an I see you. One more time, what's beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your cheek. Beef is when you roll no less than 30 deep. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an I see you. There'll be nothing but smooth sailing. When I spit shots, now your crew's bailing. All I got is heat and tough talk for you. Tie you up, cut your balls off just for you. Man, listen, straight torture. Look what that slick shit bought ya. A first class ticket to Lucifer. Real name Christopher. Watch me set it off like Vivica. Here lies your demise. Close your eyes, think good thoughts. Die while your skin starts to glisten. Pale blue, hands get cold, your soul's risen. It's bad cause I just begun. What makes this shit real bad, I was having fun. <laughs> What's beef? Beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the street. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be your I see you. One more time, what beat? Beat is when you make your enemies start to cheat. Beat is when you roll no less than 30 deep. Beat is when I see you. Guaranteed to be your I see you. And I'm through. And I'm through. And I'm through. And I'm through. Life after. Now ask yourself. You know what beat Life after. Then ask Oh, do you really like that? Yeah, I like that. Big Nosh, Hitman, baby. Say this is yeah, this is right here. You know we have to play it. Yeah. The original poetry after dark. Topic Tuesday, poetic beef. I know that most of y'all have ran into some of that because it's out there, and if you haven't, you're lucky. I had to do this show because throughout this year and beyond there's been a lot of people among the poets especially beefing fighting pieces you know totally disrespecting another poet 
Um, I myself have gotten into some beef with some poets and toast and what have you, so I know what's out there. And um, <clears throat> I ain't the type to just brush it under the table, you know, to keep it quiet. We need to talk about this, and when is it going to end? And I got some feedback within the event. Some people feel like it will never end. It's going to get worse. It'll always be like this. And it's just sad because <clears throat> it took more than one of us to get there, and it's going to take that to get us to where we need to be. One person just can't run the show. That's just what it is. It's enough room for everybody. What do you think, Chief? Um, Yeah, I think it's enough room for everybody. I don't think it's it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how the show goes up before I even make my comment. Let me hear what folks are saying first. <laughs> I don't well, even want to make a comment just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. I do think that the topic is interesting. I'm glad you brought it to the forefront about the poetic piece. You know, like I read some comments. People was just saying it's not necessary. It's totally disrespecting what poetry is all about. That's not what poetry is about. But then I had to question the comment that that person made that that's not what poetry is about because, I mean, then what is poetry about if it's not about, you know, a person's expression about what they feel? Because, you know, I can listen to somebody's show, and they'll and like I was listening to another person's show when a young lady came on there and she was saying how, you know, she got into it with another person, and instead of saying something to that person, she just wrote a piece about it. Now, because that person wasn't a poet, does that make her piece? You know, okay, I mean, she still wrote about another person, but that was her taking it out poetically. Instead of saying something to that person directly, she wrote it out and she got it out through her pen. And people were applauding her, saying, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. But then if it's a poet and saying something about another poet, instead of slapping the hell out that poet or running up to their city and trying to get it there, they just wrote a piece about it. I mean, what can you say? So I don't know. I don't know. Indeed, it is a form of expression, but it's a certain type of way you can do stuff. You don't have to go to some lengths that I've seen poets do. I mean, I understand some poets talk about people's kids and their personal lives. You can voice your opinions for fear, freedom of speech, what have you, say what you want to say, but why you can't do it in a respectable way? You know, I don't. We all love metaphors. I understand some poets just murder the metaphors. You know, you don't have to be blatant about it. And some people, and it was a comment on a picture that we posted, um, saying that if if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen, and it's supposed to be all in fun to a certain degree. Because again, some of y'all take it too damn far. And the overall issue is why do you have an issue with this poet? What has this poet done to you so long that you got to talk about them in every, almost every piece that you write? That's some true hater shit. I'm sorry. That's just straight hating if you go on that hard. Week after week, you're talking about the same poet. Mm. She said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, um, definitely. I want to hear from you, poets, tonight. Have you had a situation where you were in, you know, quote-unquote, a poetic beef with someone that you found yourself writing about that person or that person wrote about you? I want to hear from you tonight, 347-826-9842. And, of course, by all means, fit your piece. We're going to go to the phone line and open up with 907. 907, you want to air with the poets from China Blue? What's up? Hey, y'all, it's Candace. Um 
I'm just here. I'm listening by phone, enjoying the show. Um, so I'm not going to take up no time, but I am a poetry fan. I, I would like to hear the answers to these questions myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I find okay, the whole thing you know, very interesting. It okay, is. but Candice, what's up? You know, much love to you. Hey, y'all. Um, if you um, if you not you not being a poet, you know you 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 have your own show and you have a lot of poets calling in, and sometimes that people it, it carries to all of the shows, and you experience it, you know, hands yeah. on. How do you feel about it? Just being a fan of it and a listener of it, and not necessarily you know being the partaker in it. But how do you feel just hearing it? Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. First of all, unless you are in the same spot with someone. I don't understand where the beef comes into play anyways. That's like me being in Alaska and you being where you are and you have a, you really, for real, you have a poetry beef with me? You you know what I'm saying? You don't know anything about me just like I don't know anything about you. We're not even, all you know is what I'm writing. So mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, I don't ever get the part where you're writing about each other. You don't know that person. Okay, a lot of times when we talk about this, uh, I'm gonna say my comment. Okay, Candace, all right, all right. Yeah, just I mean, just y'all do just say it. You know, I I just don't get it because it's like you know, Rachel, if you writing a love piece, write your love piece. What would another poet have to say about what you have to say about your love piece? You know what I mean? Quite I frankly, I'm just putting it out there. I'm I'm just putting it out there. Quite frankly, I think um some people get envious. Of the attention that some people, some poets yeah. get. I'm just gonna put it yeah. on out there. There, there it is. You know, there, there's and no I'm way to tiptoe around it. Really. Don't put it out there, Candace. Don't put it out there. Yeah, I mean, really, there's no way to tiptoe around it. Some some poets get envious of the attention that other poets get, and that in itself, I really don't understand because if any poet puts themselves out there with their work. And, and shares their, their work and people appreciate that, they deserve whatever kudos and attention that they get. Now, if you're writing your piece, but you don't ever participate in any shows, you don't spread yourself around where people get to hear you, and you get to have a fan base, you know, who, who's the fan? Who's the blame? Whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. I, I do exactly what you're saying. I mean, that, that, that's, that's my a part of it, you know. So it's like you can't get mad at someone just because it seems like they get a lot of attention. Well, you know, they're putting themselves out there. If you just sitting there, you know, I, I don't care if nobody reads my stuff, which I think that's bullshit in itself. You wouldn't be putting it out there if you don't want nobody to read this okay, shit. Okay. I mean, let's just be okay, for real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Candice. So, as, as okay. a fan, do you feel like it's, it's disrespect to poetry, though? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Right. And, and I say that because I, um, when it gets to, be, first of all, people may may look and 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 I'll speak from a fan perspective. We may look and be like, "Dang, what the hell's going on?" But it, it, when it goes too far, when it goes be like week after week, I really don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. Me as a fan, it's like, okay, this shit's going on too long. What's what's your next poem about? You know, do you have anything else to express? Because that, you need to keep that type of back and forth stuff to y'all inbox or whatever. Because the people that are really coming out just to hear um, straight poetry really don't want to hear that. Not not week after week after week. No. Mm-hmm. 
There's a whole lot of hating going on, um, especially <clears throat> poetry shows. I'm not talking about the entire BTR host, but specifically poetry shows. No one um, wants to help out the next person. Everybody cutthroat, you know? And I've been, like I said again, I've been around long enough to know that it's going to be up and down. Your show ain't going to always be hot. There's always going to be somebody out there better. So just do what you need to do to keep your show hot. And stop worrying about the next person. So how do you think it, like, how do you think it, it got to that point where people just started, you know, feeling like they needed to have that kind of beef? Is it because it's separate shows and they automatically feel a competition because I host a poetry show, you host a poetry show, and Joe Black hosts the show, and so-and-so hosts the show, and it's just that automatic competition because we all have our own vision for our shows? Or, or, or what do you think it is? Or just people just like to be? Too ignorant. Um, can't, I mean, it's sad to say it like this, but some people just can't get to. You give them an inch, they want to take a whole mile. I mean, they're not satisfied. And ain't nobody that's hosting is Mrs. and Mr. BTR. I mean, kill it. You are the same. We are all the same host. There ain't no one higher than the other, you know. So, I don't know. It's just pure hate. That's the only thing I can say is just pure hate as far as, you know, these hosts are concerned. Uh, well, Candice was saying about prestige, about how she felt like it kind of was prestigious when she would go to other shows and they would make certain poets feel a certain way and other people feel a certain way. So do you feel like um, if it's prestige, like these other BTR hosts might, or other BTR hosts, or just other poetry hosts, period, we're not just going to say BTR because I go to other shows, other places. Do you feel like um, it's a prestige, like this person might feel like they know more about poetry or that they have a better experience, they've done more than the other people who host shows. That person might just like poetry, but I love it. You know, is it that kind of thing? You think? I don't think so. I, I think it's jealousy. If they want to know. Everybody want to be on top, <clears throat> so to speak, you know. It's out there in the mainstream. It's like that amongst, you know, the rappers and, and stuff. You got people going against each other. It's just her hate, jealousy. What they got, I ain't got type thing. And before this show is over, I am going to share two experiences I had on BTR with other hosts and how bad it got. And even another poet that, even a couple of poets, that been just out the blue like, wow, like, damn. I had a show that I did on BTR uh, titled Haters Among, Amongst the Hosts on BTR. People, that show archived over 5,000 times. People love drama. Trust and believe. People love drama. All right, Some let's people kick it out there. Let's bring in another caller. All right. You on the board, so let's move it. <laughs> my, my computer is, is on pause. Let's not even talk about it. Uh, uh, okay, well, before we pull in the next call, we're going to take a short break. <clears throat> we'll be right back. Walk through a nigga block, two block, two text, two, two, three. Give a nigga what he really want when bitch niggas don't want me. Bitch niggas don't know me. Wait. 
till a nigga get in range. When a nigga wanna run his mouth in, live his life in pain. We ain't even used to this. Talking where the gunshots at. Loose lips ain't shit. Y'all niggas didn't even pop back. Oh Lord, I swore any motherfucker holler my name. I'm raw, spell backwards. That's what I'm gon' bring. Thanks what a nigga think. We ain't got guns, no troops. Everything bulletproof. Snipers laying down on the roof. Stash box in the coop, nigga. I'm telling you the truth, nigga. I raise them lay up in it. All they do is come shoot nigga Black look, black mask, black shirt, black pants Blue steel, blue vest, he dead, you ain't Put a couple holes in the hole Let a nigga know he bout to go Put the pump right to his throat Bet he won't talk no more Black look, black mask, black shirt, black pants these poetry beefs, the first question I ask myself is, do they got a book out or do they got a CD out that they promote? That's the first question I ask because there's a method to this madness. It's not, it's not by accident that 
out, out of the blue, all of a sudden, these people come beefing or whatever. You be like, hey, they don't even know each other, or they just started talking. Why is they you're like, oh, they got a book out, or oh, they got a CD out. So, th- so those right, are questions I ask. And no publicity is bad publicity. And, and, and exactly, and, and, and sometimes, for all we know, these people then had a meeting with one another and said, yo, you know what would be tough? If we just go against each other in a battle for a couple of weeks, and you got a CD, I got a book out, I got a movie coming out, I got whatever coming out, let's just let's just go at it, you know? And then we peace out at the end, make it a big, big thing, get a lot of people involved in it, you know, maybe bring Farrakhan into it or something, I'm just saying. And, you know, we got... Mad album sales or whatever, whatever, and 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 so that's the question I ask. You know, you know, as a promoter, I used to promote. Um, you know, I'm, I, I look at myself as a retired uh, poetry promoter because, like, me and poetry been divorced and remarried so many times. It's crazy, you know. But <laughs> when I was promoting stuff like that, it, you know, this was a, it was it was a lot going on. And keeping it real, um, a thing stays alive because of um, supply and demand. Now you will probably hear a lot of people on the phone tonight saying it's crazy. We hate beefs. But at the end of the day, it's going on because, like, you know, people are buying into it. You know, people are enjoying it, you know. And so at the end of the day, if everybody, if you were to check everybody's personal emails or personal direct messages or personal whatever, whatever, you know, they enjoying this. They pumping them up. They say, hey, you know, next time when you do it, you should say this. Or next time, you know, that's right. I ain't think about that right there, you know. And, and so – that that's why you know all these real beats because like now we in social networking beats are you know they writing poems about each other well if that's the case the twitter is the new poets the twitter is the new poetry because these people don't you know they don't speak but they they write and stuff like that so this is this is how people are communicating with one another now via social networks and and you know and as a poet as an expressionist you know, this. You know, we get things out and stuff like that. So you're gonna run into that part of it too. But I think poetry-wise, with the poets, I think a lot of it has to do with branding. You know, these poets. It might be it might be a wrong way that they're going about it, but I, I really think that a lot of these um, poets, you know, and something. Like, and I'll say on a come up, you know, like you know, that's trying to come up to the mainstream or whatever. They might have been doing underground for a minute, but you know, maybe they. They're trying to do some marketing, and I'm not saying this as a broad statement to everybody, but when I hear this, I look at it as they are they are branding themselves and uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, if they got a book out or if they got a poem, and 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 you'll see this a lot. That so-called battling, you know, watch and see. Ask yourself, do they got a book out or a poetry thing out, and then say, hmm. And 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 that and that that's my point when it comes to the poetry. You know, specifically, you know, for um. For this cipher, you know, when it when it comes to BTR talk show or telephone ciphers, you know, stuff like that, you know, I, I'm looking at it like it's a branding thing, you know, it's trying to get interest in that or whatever, you know, because certain people are listening to it, and and you know, we could be up here all night tonight saying it's wrong or whatever, whatever, but at the end of the day, somebody is is, is putting putting something on this fire to keep it going, somebody enjoying it, you know, so. <laughs> That's right. the reality of the thing, and and me being a promoter, keeping it real. If I was still in the game, I'd be making money off of it. I'd be like, all right, y'all, give me five hundred a piece. We gonna we gonna do this, you know, and put have judges or whatever, and let's make this money. Let's do this, and then you know, squash it till next year, and then you come back. I'd be I'd be making some money off this because you know I'm a capitalist. You know, I'm just saying. You know, I w- I would definitely you know make some money off of that. But everybody that's saying they hating on okay. this. 
somebody lying. I'm just I'm just saying somebody lying because if everybody hated it, you know, um, uh, hip in hip hop and and whatever, you know, those albums wouldn't be sold. Um, they wouldn't be getting all those hits. They wouldn't be still writing it because it's about supply. If everybody didn't like what they write, you know, and they had no audience for it, they would stop it. But somebody is liking it. You know, and so she said, I, I don't like it when you hit me like that, but, you know, she might be lying. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I'm just saying, you know, tell the truth, y'all. Tell the truth tonight. If we go, if we go out and tell the truth, somebody like it. Have somebody call in tonight and tell the truth. I, I kind of like that shit. I don't say I that. Drama definitely you know, sells. That's without a doubt. People love drama, just like sex sales. They like the drama. They like the controversy. Knows. They don't want that. Like, but at the same time. True. I don't think it's all, you know, got to do with boosting themselves. Yes, in some cases, but in some cases, they truly hate one another. Like, the hell would have dropped the pants in the pad, meet up, and go ahead and box this out to the point. As poets, as poets, and I will say this as poets, with the braggadocio, our egos get in that too because, you know, our pen has an ego, you know, and, and every now and then, you know, just like in, in life or whatever, you know, sometimes that pen need it, it it feeds off of that 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 ego mentality we all we, we all we all got to watch that because once people start liking your stuff you have to fight it you know it's an ego that comes up in each and every one of us when people start getting on your stuff and point and, and push, pushing you up and then you you find out that you know uh as a poet you got groupies you know I, I discovered this years years ago when I found out. Like I said, poets got groupies. What the fuck, you know? And and and, 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 and a lot of us don't know how to handle that. And so when you get like ten, twenty people, maybe a hundred people, when you go to this city and this city perform, and all these people on your shit, you know, sometimes you start acting different. So maybe maybe a lot of poets don't know how to handle um, attention, you know, and 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 they acting out or whatever because. They don't know how to handle it, you know. You know, so so that would be the immaturity of the artist, you know, um, which would eventually come into their own because you know, um, you know, when you throw throw money on these new artists that's coming up in the game in hip hop or R and B, they make the same mistakes or whatever. But I think it's a it's a period where it eventually winds down. At first, you feel yourself, and and that's all it is. You know, they feeling themselves. And his ego, you know, and, and but eventually that's right. going to come down because you can only masturbate for so long, you know what I mean? And then it's going to get frustrating. And true, and after true. after it gets frustrating, you're like, you know what, I got to get some real, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. So so eventually it, it's going to get tired. But right now they're stroking their egos or whatever, whatever, and it's part of poetry. Um, even, even, even Nicky Giovanni did a poem called Ego Tripping, you know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and, and so we all, we all, we all get into... Uh, that mentality of you know um, you know masturbation or whatever, but at the end of it, you know we have to. It, it, I, I don't know if it's a right and a, pa- a rights of passage for a poet. You know, once you get to a certain level, and and then people start enjoying what you do or whatever, you know, sometimes you don't know how to handle that. You know what I mean? So again, I, I believe it, it's, it's definitely going to wind down once once they get in where they fit in at, find themselves or whatever. I think it'll stop, but. The dangerous part in it, you know, when the people, like, you know, two people get in an argument, you know, and then the, then the, the, the woman done pieced up with her man, but the whole family's still mad at him. That's the danger and whatnot, too, you know, because we had Will the Real one. He just passed over the stuff. We don't know what, we don't know, could that, maybe that was some poetry beef. I don't know. Maybe that's some street stuff. But I'm just saying, it could have been some, you know, you know, this can't, this can't get, 
that ego can get you out there, you know. So, you know, maybe we need to, you know, just ch- pull that back, check that or whatever. I say it's branding. When I first hear about it, I say they got a book out or a CD out, and then I say it's ego. You know what I mean? Because people just, you know, we we feeling ourselves or whatever. But at the end of the day, I you know, don't I don't know. Ego Stop masturbating. Take your hands off yourself. That's what I'm saying. I, I know it feel good, but I'm just saying. Like that. It, it, it feel good, but what, 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 what did Talam say? Talam said there's a market for niggas. <laughs> Somebody enjoying this shit too, y'all. Right. <laughs> you got a piece left tonight, man. You you know what I, I was talking too long and um I'm I'm a fall back because I was, I was looking for this other piece that I was I'm was still working on a piece I'm working on a new piece for the, for this particular one I I ain't get it done yet you know I run in my mouth but I'm a, I'm gonna come back I'm gonna come back if I can come back you know if it's not too late after the yeah, show I, know that. I mean but it's a new piece come back it's a new piece that's what it is but we in the building Indeed. Right. that's what it is y'all heard it saying <laughs> about something <laughs> and you know I, I agree with him. But I know it's not totally all about that. That, in some cases, right? Well, he, he didn't say it was totally it. all about that, but he did put a, a new way for some of us to look at it. You know, some people might wasn't well, looking at it like maybe that person got an album coming out, or maybe that person got something coming out, something they, you know, they want some attention towards them. You know, and this is their way of getting at it because that is a way of getting your publicity. That is a way that people promote themselves. So it was just another way of looking at things. I mean, some people might never look at it that way. They might have just been like, oh, they just hate it. But it ain't always just that. Yeah. Sometimes it's planned and, and and you just being played. And I don't like being played, so, y'all, you know, that's not what's up. Just tell me your album coming out. That's all you got to do, Shorty. <laughs> no, that's right. Poets. Do call in, voice your opinion, 347-826-9842. You can also spit a piece, too. So it's just not about the topic. If you want to spit a piece, you're welcome to do so. We're going to take another break, and we're going to be right back. Again, um, you know, the all-famous beef that we had as far as the rap goes, uh, Tupac and, and Biggie and uh, Jay-Z and Nas and Jawu and 50 Cent. I mean, come on. And some of them, it got violent. So, you know, like I said, sometimes it can go to that point where you, you went too far and that person well, won't get mad. We, we do job ruling 50 Cent, man. We, that wasn't going to go too, too violent. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I don't know. Job Rule picked up the gun and blasted homeboy on studio. So, you know, it got serious. But uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. Get some pants and pants uh-huh. ready. We want to hear from you. It's a poetic beef. Let us know. Let me see some video tape. Yeah, we gotta go with some deep, man. I'm even a motherfucker. Hey, yo, man. Yeah, what's taking home so long, son? Keep it calm down, man. Come on. Oh, 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 Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas tryna take my life away I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me My back on the wall, now you gon' see Better watch how you talk when you talk about me Cause I'll come and take your life away Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, dawg I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, Pussy niggas put money on my head, gone. Motherfucker, I ain't dead I'm the diamond in the dirt That ain't been found I'm 
you happen every time, I'm the greatest Something like Ali in his prime I walk the block with the bundles, I've been knocked on the humble Swing the ox when I rumble, show your ass with my gun Gotta tip a nigga, go ahead, lose your head Turn your back on me, get clapped and lose your leg I walk around, gun on my waist Chip on my shoulder, top fuck equipping your face Post to this beast, ain't no Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me it wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain Joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain Death gotta be easy, cause life is hard It'll leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally scarred This is for my niggas on the block, doing some treatment for God For the niggas on lock, doing life behind bars I don't say only God can judge me, cause I see things clear Quick these crackers to give my black ass a hundred years I'm like Paulie and Goodfellas, you can call me the Don Like Malcolm by any means, with my gun in my palm Slim switch sides on me, let niggas ride on me I thought we was cool, why you want me to die, homie, homie? Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me I talk to God, but he don't say nothing back I know he protected me, but I still stay with my gat and my nightmares Niggas keep pulling checks on me Tried to say some bitch done, put a hex on me The feds didn't know much when Pop got shot I got a kite from the pins that told me drop got knocked I ain't gon' spell it out for you motherfuckers all the time Are you a literate nigga? You can't read between the lines In the Bible it says, what goes around comes around I'ma shot me, three weeks later he got shot down Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason Cause he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men Many, 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 many men Wish death on me After dark, topic Tuesday is talking about poetic beef. I'm looking for y'all to voice your opinion on on this topic. Also, spit a piece if you like. Going back to the phone lines, and we closing the next caller, which we have two one six. You on there with the poetry from China Blue? Oh, I'm happy what about that. I'm happy about that. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Mama Ola Deji, our own queen. Oh, I, miss I miss both y'all. I'm just calling because I had to say something about this beef. I will clown a motherfucker in a minute. It don't mean nothing to me. But I'm going to tell you the truth as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> as 
No, for real, though. As long as you keep it light and keep it humorous, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's a time and place for everything. If it's a battle or, you know, you're just having fun with it, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But when it gets, like, really, like, low down and you got to be talking about sticking, you know, stuck something up in your butt and your mama, this and that, black people have been playing the dozens forever. You know what I'm saying? That's just, like, part of our... Our whole rap game came from the playing the dozens and all that kind of stuff back in the day. But That's this is poetry, and we know that we are exposing uh, our, you know, little uh, fucked up ways to the whole world, which we don't need to be doing. You know, like I said, it's a time and place for everything. But, you know, as long as you're having fun with it and it's light, you know, I don't see anything wrong with clowning somebody or something like that. But when you start getting all serious and... And you don't even know the person. <laughs> you don't know nothing about their family or their mother or anybody else. You know, it just gets ridiculous and it loses its um, it loses the humor part. And it just turns out to be just annoying and it can really bring your spirit down. Because uh, I have been on the line before where I have just heard two people just saying crazy stuff about each other. I know they don't even know each other. You know, and it's only probably because somebody else said somebody else said something that said something that said something that somebody else said, which is just uh, ridiculous. Uh. You know, they probably didn't even say the stuff to each other's face what they mad about. And if somebody would just stop and breathe and say, look, did you even say that? <laughs> you know, they probably say, no, man, I didn't even say that, you know. You know, or why did you say that? Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's just going on and on, and it does get ridiculous. But the truth like um, I do like slams. I do like you know uh, clowning people and having fun with, with with poetry too. But like it's a time and place for everything. So my little poem here is called Nation Time, and I think that's what poetry should be about: uplifting each other. Okay. Okay, okay but before you finish your piece, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Now you were talking about it as any good fun, right? So yeah. do you think what us? Having the battles, the battle of the sexes, or the battles of whatever you know, people battling one another. Do you think we pushing the bees back? Are we are we are we aiding to that? I don't think with the battles that you're pushing it. But I think playing some of that music, we're still calling, uh, you know, women bitches and hoes and calling each other nigger and all this kind of stuff like that. You know, I think that is not not good. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you have to, you know, keep keep perpetuating that because it's reaching further than in America. It's like you got like little Nigerian brothers and sisters, little ten year old boys posing and doing all this rapping, posing and killing each other. They actually massacring each other. You know, so it's not got to the point now where it really needs the the shit need to be cut short. Cut the shit short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just really That's needs. Yeah. They don't <laughs> realize how much power they hold in their hands when they be but, using the mic. Yeah, but then like you know, but if you some for some reason well, if you, you play, playing the music and we just play like I don't even know what. Well, I'm <laughs> so, just saying you play it because you you still kind of like uh, don't see anything wrong with it, but it is something wrong with it. You know, and, and surprised that you know the, the being the two of you. That sometimes I am surprised at the at the uh, lyrics that you choose to play, and I have heard you play. You know, like the motherfucking nigga bitch hoe. You know this and that. You know, and it's like it's not apropos. It's not it's not enlightening. It's not uplifting, and it is causing a but lot. But we don't of play problems. stuff like that all the time, and you know what? Just well, like even you if you don't, even if you don't, call me. You know, I'm counting a motherfucker in the minute. You know, sometimes I know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I know, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, it's fine. You feel like you want to go at somebody. You just feeling in there, 
you know, you feel that way. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're gonna live no, life I'm not like talking it's about, I'm not talking and about an apple tree. I'm not talking oh, about that. I'm talking about the it. fact that we are women and we do accept the fact that these men are still calling us bitches and hoes. That's what I'm talking about. So if you plan it, that means you're accepting that as a label and it's okay. That's what I'm saying. No, not with me, Mama, not necessarily. Because in most cases, too, the rappers will tell you, if the shoe fit where it is, it is, I'm sorry, these bitches and hoes out here. And it's like, and it's all a bunch of dudes out there that can totally go into that same category. It's bitches and hoes. Nigga, you a bitch, too. You know what? Don't have me cuss for the show, Mama. See why you got me clowning. <laughs> Okay. Well, that was my that was that's how I look at it. If you plan it, that means that you, you know you're okay with it. That's that's just how I feel. I about feel it. you. You know what? I'm gonna think about that. I really am. I really gonna sit down and and, and think because you be dropping jewels. I listen to you, so I'm gonna think about that, Mama. Don't get you because I, you know what? Because I don't even care if a woman is one, you know, or you know, labeled to be one. Don't nobody know how she got to be that way, you know, or you know what caused it. You know, you know about sexual abuse, and you know about how many little girls are being uh, put out there to do things that is not their own intentions on doing or growing up to be like that. So when we just keep on bringing it to the attention of the world that this is acceptable, then it's going to be in attention to that same little girl that maybe could have been guided in a different direction. That it well, if it's acceptable with the beautiful China and the beautiful Dap, then it's acceptable for everybody else, you know. So I'm just saying you do have influences on people. So we just have to sometimes choose our influences wisely. We have daughters and stuff like that, too. And I, I see my granddaughter, you know, listening to something like that, and I don't want her to think it's acceptable. You know, that's the bottom line. But, um, you know, that's that's my opinion. But as far as cussing and having fun with it and doing all that, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I really don't. No, it's like not, but not name calling. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> not not name calling to the point where you know, it's really it's causing people to kill each other. Like I was saying, over mm-hmm. in Nigeria, they they actually killing people now. You know about it, but I was just you know just playing when I said that. But I clowned a motherfucker in a minute. I was just joking. But uh, no, really, <laughs> you know, in a in a battle, yeah, but not not in a serious form. So, like I said, it's a time and place for everything. But I don't think it's ever a time to promote uh, putting down black women to the point, you know, where you know um, this is how they're gonna feel like, you know, they have to go out there and act. They gotta dress and act like a video girl and go out there and act like a hoe or a bitch or whatever because we saying it's okay and it's not okay. All right. Okay, do I have time or do I take up all my time with my comment? I'm not because I asked you that question. Go ahead, go okay. ahead. Okay. Nation time. I worship no man. I am on my own on my own through many storms and trials and tribulations. I have been immune to stupid insinuations. I have been inoculated against verbal bacteria. No virus can sick me. My heart is protected. My mind is elevated above everything that's hated. Versatile enough to meet you where you are, to enlighten you, to frighten you, to even tighten a few loose screws, never looking down unless I'm pulling you up. Enough is enough. If you're on your ass and you're still talking smack, I still got your back. If you need me and I'm there, 
I'll be there in a minute. Hit me up if you need me. Lean on me. I still care. Even though some will diss me, none will stress me. Give respect if it's due, none can test me. My heart is big and so is my weapon. I have protection. I open eyes. I will fight to spread some light, showing you the way back home. Now you're on your own. I mold the clay. I light the way because I care. I will prepare the warriors who protect us. I will protect I will protect our I will be protect our name. We are goddesses and we are deemed to do good things. I will help to pull us up, to pull us through. So I build and speak, and I draw the line. No time for beefing when some of us ain't eating. What time is it? It's nation time. That's it. I know that's right, Mama O. We up in the chat room. That You got us talking about what you was just saying. We give you your call. We appreciate you calling in and voicing your opinion about this topic. And um, I love both of y'all. And uh, we love you. And, and I know Uh-oh. you do. And I know it's real. So you know. Indeed. And talk to y'all okay. later. I'm gonna be listening. All right. All right. Well, I, I just wanna. <laughs> I just got to say that, um, again, some women just came that way. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but they came that way. Just back it out. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go back to the phone lines, people. Again, this is tonight's topic of the show is um, Poetic Bees. We want to hear your pieces as well as your opinion about this topic. Next up. Three, four, seven. You're on the air with the poetry from China Blue. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? This poetic black. How you doing? We good. No, we good. good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about this topic, but I do want to make a comment about the last. What Mama always talking about about the calling the women bitches and things like that. Like I agree with that. That basically you got some women out there that fit that criteria, you know what I mean? And and it's not the matter just the matter how they got like that. It's just the fact it is what it is. And the same way we hold that double standard with women, what about the men? You know, it's like it's okay to call a man a dog. You know what I mean? You call men dogs all day, but what's the dog what's the mate for a dog? A bitch. You know what I mean? So you call your counterpart a dog, but this is your mate. This is your other half. It's the species that link you and him together. So if he's a dog, must be a bitch. You know what I mean? Dogs and I humans. Think, I think right. We got a whole other show on our hands. We don't have you know women. Mean? That's what's up. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I just look at it, man. Like, you know, if a person fits that category, man, it is what it is. You know, like, I wouldn't call no decent woman. I wouldn't call a woman a bitch, period. You know what I mean? But the fact of the matter that some women carry themselves like that, man. You know what I mean? The people gonna call I might you. let the situation get out of hand. I might, I might go at it back. I just might. <laughs> as far as far as the topic of po- um, poetic beef, like me personally, I believe that competition is cool. Competition is cool. You know what I mean? Like the right. art was started like that. That you know we compete against each other and who got more lyrical skills who can deliver their expression more or, or in the best way or whatever the case may be. However, hate 
is unacceptable. You know what I mean? And this is where that's when the game gets ugly. When you're gonna hate on a person just off the mere premise that you can. You know what I mean? Without any no founding reason, just hate. You know what I mean? And there's a difference between a jealous individual and an envious individual. And the difference is you have a person who's jealous who would say, Okay, I see you got skills. I wish I had skills like yours. I wish you had I, I wish I had skills like yours. This is a jealous person. And this is cool. It's cool to be jealous. A person should be jealous to that degree to see some qualities in an individual that they like for themselves and say, yeah, I wish I had qualities like that. But an envious person, a dirty, low-down, envious individual would say, I want your qualities. They want your qualities want you to be stripped from it so they can have it for themselves. You know what I mean? This is the difference. This one becomes unacceptable. So when you see somebody else shining and you just want their shine, you don't want to say, I want to shine too. I want to shine like you. No, I want your shine. And this right here is unacceptable. And this is when the art gets to the point where as you have people going and getting crazy with each other, you know what I mean? And, like, I won't, I won't support that, but I will support, you know, friendly competition and competitiveness in the art because that's what makes us thrive, you know? If I hear something, like, if I hear you write something, I'm like, yo, damn, this sad metaphor she put together, damn, I like that. I got to put something together like that. I got to put something strong together like that, you know? And it, it, it motivates you. That's when we listen to music, we listen to um, other poets, and we get inspired to write and express and expound where they left off and maybe take it a degree higher, whatever the case may be, or even go somewhere else with it. But the fact of the matter is inspiring. But when you have people that's just going to come off, off the rip and just hate, just for no reason at all you hate, you ain't even got to read it to hate. You don't even know me you hate. Like, why are you hating for? Like, be for real, man. You know, it's enough, it's enough for this everybody. This pie is big enough for everybody. And everybody can eat off of it. You know what I mean? And um that's how I feel about the situation, you know? I agree. I do got a piece. Can I spit a piece? Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna spit this joint. It's called the measure of a man. Uh I said I haven't been many places in my life and time, but in time I've learned that places don't make men, but experiences do. And I haven't seen many things, but the things I've seen makes this cliche true. You see, we live a life not that of our own, but a life that is dictated by the normalities of what's exception, or should I say what's expected. And somewhere along the lines of these expectations, we lose that sense of relation with ourselves. Now, what's the direction of a man who has lost his way but the sway of a drunkard, soiled with the stench of drunkenness? And this is how it really gets. Of the millions of minutes we've lived, one was missed. And that one will determine the many will become. And we maybe may seek to change or maybe turn back the hands of time, but there's no minute we live. There's no man sustained from yesterday's food. You can't eat what's already consumed. The plight of tomorrow depends upon today's provision, but this is a provision that's nearly never sought. And this is a vision that's nearly never caught by young and old alike. And the likes of men today are like pigeons in flight, afraid to live the life of men unflinched, terrified to finish the unfinished thought, 
petrified to begin. Begin the process of which to know life void of restrictions. I mean, worse is the condition of a man who finds himself in shackles, fashioned by himself. Deprived the joy of life by the image he finds in his own reflection, but let us be the exception to this rule of the game we call life. Let us not be fooled nor deceived by the places we've seen, but let our measure be determined by the experiences of life's lessons. That's that piece. Uh-uh. I love it. Most of, most of. I really appreciate what y'all do. If anybody hating on y'all, man, don't don't let it phase you. Keep doing what you do. You know, I look forward to y'all shows every week. You know what I mean? It's inspiring. It inspires me to write to come to come spit something new on the mic to let the people hear it. I love the platform that y'all provide and keep doing what y'all do, man. Straight up, man. Don't let nobody take that from you. Do what y'all do, man. Straight up. Thank you for the appreciation. Most definitely. Thank you. And we look forward to hearing you every week. I'm waiting on my verse. I'm waiting on my verse. I know you are. I was hoping you wouldn't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, Queens. I'm working on it, baby. I'm working on it. All right. All right. So um, we're going to put down two, six. Seven. You're on air with the pause it's kind of blue. Hey, what's up? It's Mr. 668. Hey, Mr. 668. What's you? How you doing? Okay. Uh, How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm trying to get, don't worry, I'm trying to get ready. That's why you asked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Motivation. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. That's what you do. That's what's up. So what you got to say about this topic? Um, I mean, I I spoke on it before. Uh, I don't remember what show it was on, but you know, I I said my part on it before because there was a lot of a lot of dumb stuff going on in the past. Still a lot of dumb stuff going on now, but. You know, my whole thing is I have I have people on both sides of it, you know. So I feel like I'm right. kind of put in the middle. So I've had to check people on one side and motivate people on the other side, people that want to stop writing because, you know, people are saying stuff. And then I've had to check people because their heads got a little bit big because they're getting a little bit of attention, um, you know. And, I mean, I mean, I, I, guess, I mean, I guess I have my fair share of, you know, fans of my work and stuff like that, but I don't let this go to my head. Like, you know, you know what I mean? You know, I guess some people kind of let it go to their heads. You know, they get a little bit of attention, and now they, you know, king or queen of the world, and, you know, they got their chest pumped out. And, you know, I see I, I read some of my work that I did last year, and and I sit back and I laugh at some of the stuff that I've written. Like, damn, I wrote this? But this is the stuff that at that time, you know, people liked me for, you know what I mean? This is what kind of brought me to that forefront of of getting the attention that I get. So even though I might laugh at it because of the fact that I've kind of elevated my writing or even my thinking now, you know, I see people that write 
that's similar to the way that I used to write. And I don't laugh at their work because I remember that's where I was at one time. So, you know, you didn't just pick up a pen and all of a sudden you just was writing masterpieces. You know what I mean? You know, you were struggling with stuff and people didn't know who you were and people may not have been feeling you. And and I know that there's people out there that may not feel my work now, but I'm not losing sleep over it because it's not a thing of me looking for accolades or attention because of it. And I think sometimes people get a little bit confused with the attention that they're getting because at the end of the day, from all of these people that may like my work and may not like my work, the reality of it is is that nobody knows the life that I live. Nobody knows the, the, the personal things that are going on in my life or the, the reason why I may have written this or, you know, and I don't know what's going on in their lives. You know, it was um, it was somebody out there who who had a beef with another poet for pretty much no reason at all except for the fact that they just simply didn't like their work. But what they didn't know is that this person was going through a battle with cancer. And whether or not they would be the next year or not was unknown. But they were so busy dogging them on the fact that they just simply didn't like their writing, but they didn't know the personal thing that was going on in this person's life. You know, and it was always something to say. So I had to step to the side and check that person and say, hey, you don't know what's going on here. So... You, if you're not losing no sleep or it's not affecting your your paycheck at work or it's not affecting your kids' mouths being fed or the roof over your head, who gives a fuck what you think about somebody else's writing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not affecting your personal life and, and it's not hampering you from living your life. Why are you tripping on what other people are writing or how they write or why they're writing it? It shouldn't even matter. You know, and the only way that we're going to move poetry and and poetry as far as putting poetry in the forefront, as far as putting poetry in the fucking Grammys and stuff like that, is that we have to stick together as poets and bring that to the forefront. We already acting like, we we acting like rappers, you know what I mean, like back in the day. I mean, even back in the day, the, the, the beef that rappers had, you know, was, you know, two mics and, you know, a, a mic and two turntables. I mean, that was really the beef. But now they out here shooting and killing. You know, you got Biggie and Tupac. You know, they killing over some words, over over things that you don't even know anything about this per- person's life, but you want to pull a gun and shoot them because they said something about you? I mean, what, your skin is not thick enough that you can't deal with the fact that some – I mean, I don't understand it. It don't make any sense. It's – it's like coolie high up in here sometimes, and I just have to sit back and kick my head because it's stupid. And, I'm, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just my thing of it, you know. And, I mean, like I said, I, I try to stay humble about mine at all times because mine just kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I wasn't a big book reader. You know, I mean, I, I, mean, I thought I had an expansive vocabulary. You know what I mean? I mean, I could hold a conversation in any environment that I was in, but I wasn't a writer. I wasn't a big reader. And then one day this just came out of nowhere. And I didn't really question it. I just kind of went along with it. But I know as quickly as it came, it can go. So I don't pump my chest out and get a big head over it because I look at it as a gift. And as long as it's going to be here, 
I'm going to accept it and I'm going to work with it. But I'll never, I'll never get a big head about it. You say as quickly as it came, it can go. It is definitely a blessing, Sister Sage. No, I mean it's just like a pretty face. You get in an accident and your face is all scarred up. That pretty face is gone. So all right. that right. And all of that thinking that, you know, your face and your breast and your whatever was getting you where you got to and you get in an accident and all of that scarred up and damaged, you're done. Because if that's where if that's where your laurels rested, you're done. All right. Do you got a piece for Yeah, I got a piece um, that I just posted, um, I think, last week called uh, Peace to Resistance. I learned that my words will live on. And though God has given me this gift, I still work on borrowed time, so therefore my pen comes with a deadline. Like blind eyes open wide, and I let the sunshine between the rhymes and the lines, and my pen becomes master of my mind. Now, some say my rights are like masterpieces, but I write to master self because that's where the peace is. I write because I need to know how far outside my box I can travel before my thought ceases. Those infinite points of immeasurable length that dictate how far my mind reaches. So when I shake my head and turn this box mind upside down, puzzle piece thoughts cascade like Neapolitan dreams, crashing down with the calmness of lavender schemes, and I wish you could see the totality of the scene. See a sight to behold when thoughts hang in the balance awaiting their turn and manifest in the butterfly-winged words, and I can feel the roughness of the pumice through the numbness, smoothing my layers down until real is revealed. See, on the real, I still hang from this precipice, so damn tired of this restlessness, trying to find a way to bless this mess so my words become my exodus. Were you listening? Can you get with this? See, I'm far from perfection, so I guess I'm flawed, and I know my arm's too short to box with God, but I hope my legs are strong enough to keep this stride. Feet don't fail me now. See, I march boots till I split the soles, and like Alice, I fell down the rabbit hole, exposed my soul to a wonderland, and I just shake my head and I wonder, man, who's the man with the master plan? Or is this the master's plan to stretch my proverbial wingspan so these words could be brought to you in part by God's hand? Because, see, I'm a simple man, and I didn't have a plan until the day I discovered this pen, and so the journey began, mentally digging tunnels through soft sands to distant lands. You know, I guess you could say I was on the outside looking within, and my eyes see back to the future where it all began. Deja vu. Yeah, I've been here before. I'm back to settle the score of things to come, and I see now who I'll be and what I've become, so I fight for my right to write, and as my Plight sickens, the plot thickens, time is lapsing, and the hands are in position. So I got five minutes before my last hour in the first child, before this becomes my Cinderella rhyme, before this treasure is buried by the sands of time, so I scream loud enough to be heard in my next lifetime. Could this be the reason for my existence, fortifying my truths and strengthening my persistence? Aware of the puissance of my presence, but I remain humble to the credence of my reverence. Because if today be the day, let this be my piece de resistance. That's their piece. And that's definitely a piece. I dig that. That was nice. I still dig that. 
Thank you for calling in and spitting out and voicing your opinion. And get your butt ready because we're going to see you Friday. <laughs> Friday. It's going right. down. I want to hear y'all talk some stuff. See, we'll never get the poets all together on the line, but, you know, we got the balls going against Mr. 68 this Friday. The Battle of the Sexes Between the Sheets edition at 11 p.m. Eastern. Y'all make sure y'all there. It's going to get hot and sensual. I know 668 got something good for us. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got handcuffs ready for you. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. All right, man. <laughs> Thanks, That's what it is. We have an hour and 17 minutes left in this show. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Look like the lines are filling up. I love it. Next up, we have 850. You on air with the poet just trying China Blue? What's up? What's good? It's Poet J. Hey, you call it, man. Hey, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. But uh, I was here listening, thinking. Uh, my my thing on it, I think, as far as beef goes in the poetry industry, I think it's more liable than in another industry because people are more real in the poetry industry, which is why I like poetry. For you know, first of all, I like the vibe I get from poets. So, you know, I feel like behind every pen, every real pen anyway, is a person's soul. You know what I mean? So. A person's feelings, you know, they they come all the way out when it comes to, you know, expressing poetry, you know, things like that. So, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of people, I guess you could say they they, they put everything into it, and if they let the jealous side of them see another person who does the same thing but does it, you know, in a more attractive form, it can get to them. You see what I'm saying? Uh Like, you know, you, 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 and then... You, you put like I said, you put everything into it. You, you put it. You, you, you put your soul on the pad, and then here comes another person. You know, and you don't necessarily take it as competition, but you can notice all, all the attention they get, and, and you, 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 like I said, you, you can, you can get jealous from it. It just depends on how you take it and how, you, how you let uh, yourself deal with it. Like dude said earlier, man, it, it's normal to you know what I'm saying. You have a jealous tendency with another person. You don't even have to call it jealousy. It's just a, a matter of admiring something about somebody else that you know what I'm saying you would like to have. Right. So it's like, uh, you know what I'm saying. That, that, that's that's really where I feel like it, it comes from. And like. Um, well, I like, say, do you think there's something wrong with a person beefing in their poetry or having a piece about another poet, or do you think that's just another way of expression? That's just another poetic expression. There's nothing wrong with it. With them doing it, I think personally, it depends on how they do it, man. I mean, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not too fond of uh, what I like to call low key beef. So if you low key beefing with somebody, that's, that's not. <laughs> don't do that. You know what I mean? So you think they should just yeah. put it out there, put the person's name out there, no subliminals? I mean, if you gonna do it like that, yeah, I mean, give tell it to make sure them that they know, hey, this this is this is for you right here. You know what I'm saying? Something like that, like like two part did straight up, hit them up, Biggie. I'm talking to you. You see what I'm saying? That that that's a little bit more respectable than a person just low key beefing with somebody on a piece of poetry. Low key beefing. I like that poetry. Low key beefing. Don't be low key beefing. Yeah, that, that, that's not cool, man. That, I mean, I, I understand, like I say, people feelings come out, but don't don't do it like that. You need to be real with the person. Uh, all right. You got a piece for us, or you just bringing your words to the table? No, I got a piece. I got a piece I'm going to do. It's kind of it's kind of based on the topic. It's called, uh, what did I call it? I just named it. Uh, uh, what is it called? 
I could be them, but I'd rather be me. That's it. All right. If I wasn't myself, who else would I be? Maybe I'd be that other dude or that nigga on TV. What if I dressed like him to a tractor? If I thought it was cool for me to act up, went around like I was the shit, tell every nigga to back up. But that wouldn't be me. More like a spitting image of what they call society. But in order to get all the holes, I got to have the you-knows and the I-gots and the that's hot and the everybody wears those tops because uh, that's cool. Trying to look like that fool. And if you ain't one of them, they verbally and mentally attack you, psychologically harass you, and you ain't nobody unless you that dude. Well, let me ask you, would it make more sense if I sold crack, dude? Held a gun to your head, threatening to blast you? Walk around like it was cool for me to act rude? Or what if I had more love for the cash than I did my brother? Hey, what if I had more love for the cash than I did my brother? Because, you know, I got to cover my ass, so fuck another. It's all about me. Maybe it would be cool if I acted like it was all about greed. Went around robbing niggas because my mouth, I got to feed. You know, fuck the next man. I'm the best man. Just, I'm the only motherfucker who deal with stress in it. God taking a little too long with my blessing. But you see, I'm above the ignorance. And my individuality, neither you or society can hinder it. And you can have all the money and fame you want, but you ain't shit if you're illiterate. And I'm going to always speak the truth. I don't give a fuck if you ain't hearing it. That's it right now. That's well, not right. that great. Always oh, fit that trick. Okay. <laughs> so appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thank you for calling us. And that's it. All right, y'all. Oh, feel free to put up your links in the chat room. We're going to keep this thing rolling because the topic night. People are going to be talking and spitting their pieces. we got an hour and 11 minutes left. Moving on to the next caller, we have uh, 562. You want to able to call this in China Blue? What do you do? 562? Can you hear me? You Hello? Can. Uh, what's going on, y'all? This is Jowski. Hey, Jowski. I'm a little under the weather right now, so but um, I had to jump in on this topic. And I'm a, I'm a agree with almost everybody, except for the fact that they forgetting one thing. We What's as that? poets, we as poets should look back at how older poets were before us. Look at the examples that were set for us. You know, picture. Could you picture yourself seeing Maya Angelou beefing with somebody? Okay. And if you can. Who she going to beef with? And if she did, did anybody know about it? It was kept hushed if it happened. If it happened. And in the, then Probably in the because interim, she had Facebook. Nah, you still had news. You had everything still. You didn't have to have social media. That's the thing. We putting things out before so, you know, on social media for what reason? You see what I'm saying? I mean, if you hating somebody... Why Why you got to hate somebody instead of bettering the next brother? You know, if they did a, a hot piece, you ain't going to sit back there and people up there, man, that was hot, and you sitting up there steaming? You should be applauding each other. If you go to any other, I'm not making this racial, but if you go to a, 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 a different type of uh, poetry cafe place, 
They are clapping and applauding for their people. Why can't we applaud and clap for our people and be, and better ourselves? Why we got to be the low people and hate on each other, bash on each other, talk bad about each other instead of uniting with each other? Why can't they be people co- more collabs that deal with bettering ourselves as poets? We don't have that. You know, and, I, you know, the thing about it that hurts me the most about the beef is what example are we sharing for younger people for the next generation after us? Fifteen years from now, somebody going to look at y'all, y'all video, I mean, y'all archive, and going to hear somebody beefing. Is that the example that we want to set for the next generation and say, hey, this is what we used to do? Or are we going to set it to the next generation that this is how poetry should be conducted as people, not people of color, of just people of any race. We're supposed to have fun and enjoy ourselves and just live with the life of the art of poetry. Not so you feel like we disrespect the poetry. Right. It is. It is. I mean, if you have, okay, let me give you, I heard you talking to Mama O, right, and you asked about the battles. Okay, the battle, that's a competition. That's a, that's all in fun. Like Poetic Black said, a competition, yeah, you're going to go all in because nobody really wants to lose in a battle or in a competition. That's in sports, that's in life. But it's done, in, as, as long as it's done in the proper respect and no one gets all upset because they got smashed on or whatever, then it's fun. But when we as a people of poets, a group of poets are hating on somebody else because they did a piece and the crowd is going crazy and they not feeling our piece, maybe they maybe you need to just check yourself and come harder the next time. That's just how it is. You know, why why sit back there steaming on on angry mode, you know, like, dang, why they hating on him? Are they loving him and he's getting all out? It's it's the ego thing. And see, we need to check our egos at the door. You know, I mean, if we can't check our egos at the door and better, because it's, it's females that's better than a lot of the guys, a lot of guys better than the females. But why can't we just join together and help each other out and better each other? Somebody can't come to me. Why can't I can't? Why can't you come to me and say, you know what, Joski, instead of using this word, I think you need to say it this way. I'm not gonna get mad at you. I, why should I get you mad might, but another poet might be offended by that. I heard another right. poet say, and this might be from that prestige thing that Candace was talking about, but I heard another poet say, and they are, you know, uh, well-known in the community. They're well-known in the poetic community. But I heard mm-hmm. them say, you know, can, you know, they wouldn't take a suggestion from another poet. You know, if another poet tried to get them some feedback, they'd be like, whatever on that. They probably wouldn't say it to that person, yeah. but that's what they would be thinking. And I was like, well, why? Because you... You've been around, you would know more, nobody can help you. I mean, I think that's pig-headed of a person to think that. Right. To be that I way. agree with that. You know? And, 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 and you know? I'm going to piggyback on what my boy DJ said. And I've been saying this since day one, on any poet. You show me a poet who has got a syndicated radio show. You show me a poet who's got a million-dollar bestseller book from poetry. You show me a poet who's selling out open stadiums all around, no matter where they go. Yeah, I'm going to pay homage to that. But if we just on BTR, blog talk, blog talk, talk shoe, 
We writing on Facebook. Ain't nobody getting paid. I don't care where you at. You know, you ain't out here doing You're supposed to be doing it for the love of the heart, not for the love of, of hating each other because somebody getting paid. You know, somebody's over there saying, well, wait a minute. I can If I bash him, you know, I'm going to make a name for myself. Forget all of that. You make a name for yourself by being who you are. You know, and keeping yourself humble and keeping yourself real. You don't make a name by bashing yourself and belittling the next person. You don't do that. But some people only understand how to get on top is by stepping on the next person. And we can take that further than just poetic. This is real life. And people yeah. cannot seem to go the right way. They feel like they got to cut somebody so they can get up top. Yeah, but see, in the end, the end result, how far are they really getting? Because in the end result, when they, they don't get as far as they think they're going to get because they always, somebody always going to come around better than them and going to knock them down. So that the cycle you continues. You got a few or you just wanted to get that in? I know you said you want to fill them real. I'm going to do this one piece that I hope everybody understands where this piece is coming from since this was the topic. But... I, I try to make it on a personal level, and hopefully if y'all read what's, what's said here, it'll be the unification for poetry, for us as poets. It's called, If I Should Expire. <clears throat> okay. If I should expire, let my thoughts ring on the ears of the blind. Let my tombstone read, Joski was one of a kind who tried his best to leave a legacy for the next generation of poets. You see, for I was moved by other poets, and if I'm willing to sacrifice my time, sacrifice my energy, let it read, I was, hum- I was a humble soldier who was bolder than the most to intertwine with the best that I've met thus far, and who has given me the hope to pen much harder. Let it read, I was wise way beyond my years, so many people who cross my path will know my tears. Let it say, a man in a decaying land trying to lead by example. But it's so hard to stand for, up for what is right each day. At each fight, is, each day is a different fight for me. You see, also let it be known that I never gave up. I kept fighting in the trenches, learning the truth, seeing things taking place through others' eyes. For example, my brothers and sisters of poetry, getting the word spread for the masses to hear. And let's make it clear, when they rock the mic, their words have been heard to have us ponder and think like a drink being stirred. You see, I came from GS Poetry. I came all the way from GS Poetry to the land called Facebook to set an erotic tone that most couldn't follow, that my mind was so beautiful and extremely hard to swallow. You see, let me say that I created friendships for understanding and to build up, not to tear down, but to grow with my pen as my ink flows deep within, increasing the strength of my poetry family from past to present, who strive hard to make poetry ever more relevant. Let it read, I love to write poetry, but I write epic events with everyone that I collab with. I say I write epic events with everyone that I collab with so that you will never, ever want to forget. You see, I love opening up my eyes, showing the the beauty in the midst of these smokescreen lies. Let it read that as writers, as poets, as lyricists, literally, I have mad love for you all. 
I pray that we continue to grow stronger as they say, reach one, teach one. My poetry family is growing stronger. Let it be known, let it be said that I acknowledge every queen that I have seen. And even if she's been fed lies, she's a queen to me. And let it be known to my brothers from other mothers who blaze the trail for young poets of tomorrow. Show the kids that there will be no need to have pain and sorrow. With their pen, they can strive to reach for a place to dwell, not looking between a jail cell. Do you understand? We're trying to help the young people of today to show them that there is a better way. Let it read to every poet. Hear ye, hear ye, take that branch that I give to thee. It's part of the Joski family tree. There is no need for an opponent. Let it read that my main focus is writing now that change the hands of time. Let it be my ink that makes you think each and every time I go into the lab, every scenario, but my deepest messages are divine. Let it read here with this pen as I clench in my hand, dripping glides on the paper that will never cease as they close the casket and they say, Joski, the poet, may you rest in peace, in peace. Thank you, Josie. I'm Ace and Bravo. All right, I love y'all, man. Y'all keep blazing that trail on that on the shows, man. You know, I you know I'm, I'm I got my ears to the grind. I'm I'm trying to get ready for Friday. I, I'm a little lagging right now, but uh, I'll be I'm gonna be all right. I'll be I'm gonna make it do what
way more to me than just something. I'm not playing around with this. Believe me, I can have something way better to do with my time if I didn't have the love for poetry and for the poets and what y'all trying to do. Wanting y'all to succeed. And just because we're not on mainstream, don't think you're not being heard. People are being heard on this show. <clears throat> I can't say if it's all uh, celebrities, but I, it's been some celebrities that listen to this show. And you never know. It just might get noticed on this show. We are reaching a, a wide audience. I mean, but what's noticed for you? I mean, even though you might not be making the money that you think you should be making, I mean, that might be just the sounds of the, the sounds and pockets of an artist. You're an artist. This is what happens to people who are. Most people don't make millions until they die. People are locked up when they get into those situations, when they get that kind of money. I mean, what's your recognition? People are out here listening to you. People want to hear you. People are in the chat room going, oh, my God, that's my favorite poet. I mean, what more do you want? You think it's just a few people. That's not something. But those few people are the people who buy your albums. DJ Dean, he buys albums. He gets right on Facebook and say, man, this is how I feel about albums. That's a person who listens to these BTR shows, who are influenced by your words, and decided that he was going to purchase those albums. And I know other poets who purchase albums based off the shows that they listen to. So how much more recognition does a person need? But I'm just saying, all about that coming stuff. We don't know what's happening in other... I don't go to a lot of of other kind of nationalities, poetic scenes, but we don't know what's happening over there. You can't really make a comment like that. You don't know if they beef it over there. We just don't know about it because we ain't over there. Mm -hmm. We're not interested in what they're saying. We thought to take a break. I think I need to play me an R&B flick because this this is just meant too high. I need to calm down. See, this is Jaheen having in your eyes. We'll be right back. Goodness. Start the lights out. I'll be the man that'll spoil you, diamond. 
We're doing poetry after dark, talking about poetic beef. If you ain't in the chat room, boy, 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 you just be missing half of the show. We want to appreciate, uh, I want to say thank you to all the callers. We appreciate you calling in, voicing your opinion tonight. I see a lot of y'all had a lot to say on this topic. I do want to um, share my situation. I had a couple years back, um, when I first arrived on the scene of BCR, there was a handful of poetry shows at that time. I'm going to say about three that were running. And I went into um, a show and really liked the atmosphere. She was playing music. She had a poetry, uh, people calling in, sitting over mic. And I was just writing poetry that time. I didn't know really too much about spitting my poetry. I was just writing Enjoyed myself, and, you know, I wanted to go over there to have another avenue to get people poetry out. So, um, anyway, to make a long story short, I started, you know, doing my own show and going back to this girl show, supporting her, and she just turned on me. It's like, no. When I started my own show, it was just pure hate at that point. Didn't talk to me no more. I used to go in the chat room, get kicked out. It was just some petty stuff. She ain't even around no more. Uh, this girl had a big wow. problem, and she just totally left the scene, wrote pieces about me, spreading rumors around me. I was just crazy. And, yes, I wrote a piece about her, but once I wrote that piece and said what I needed to say, it was it. You know, there was no need to go back. <laughs> I left that alone. I think that's one of the main things with poets. You know, if you guys got something to say, say it, but why do you got to keep dragging it? Now, on, what if that person did? What if that person had heard your piece and was like, oh, no, she, she didn't. When, well, she didn't. Well, well, she didn't. Would you be in record? I recorded that piece and, and, and sent that piece out. She heard that piece, and I'm pretty sure she wrote a piece about me, but it didn't go into an MP3 or anything. She was just sitting there. But, you know, I said what I need to say. was no need for me to say anything else. I left her alone, you know, because I ain't got time to be entertaining that BS. It, it get old. It really does. In some cases, it's just pure hate. A person just don't like what you're doing. They feel like you can't do what they do or you taking something away from what they're trying to do. It is true hate out there. You got to believe it. It's not always an excuse for people's behavior. Maybe they felt like you were hating on them. You know, the person always the person that's the person that's talking is the person that's being hated on. They're always the the the, the hatey, never the hater. You know what what's what's going on with that? Because the other person might feel like you hating on them. Everybody feels hated on. Everybody's being hated on. Nobody's the hater. That's just interesting. Hmm. Maybe so. I really I don't see myself like that from the very beginning of me doing this thing. I always looked out to help the next person. So no, I can't be the hatey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have I hated before? Well, I'm not saying I'm saying, but maybe she was before. thinking you was hating on her by trying to, you know, start your own show. Like, no, she didn't try to start her. Maybe well, she, that's how she was I looking at it. That's how she was kicking stone. you out of the chat room. <laughs> you know, I found from me doing my research. I had no idea who she was. I was going to do that regardless. I was just coming to show support. How can you feel? Some, right there, some people write better them. under hate. I tend to agree with her. The hatred moves wow. they pen better than the love. She said that. That was interesting. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Okay. Let's see what the poet's talking about on the line. He's like at 832 You on the air? 
And what fascinates me is all your funky friends are thinking that I will really take you back like what you did was reasonable. It's not an option. They must have forgotten. I'm the reasonable one. The appeasable one. She changed the dudes like the weather, you know. Seasonable one. Well, consider this lockout. Because you couldn't pay me enough to take that, couldn't trade enough to take back, pass it to somebody else and let that quarterback have the option to take that. Hell, I even give you a quarter of the option to take that. Just leave me the fuck alone and let me get my cake stacked. Obviously, you didn't care about anything that happened, so sit there with your face cracked. Take that. Face facts, I'm in the conclusion stages of your payback. And although you gave us the metaphorical finger and said, fuck what I do, and my writing wouldn't amount to shit, kiss my ass, my book will be out soon. And you're happy ever after with me? That's not an option. That's that piece. Word. I see that notebook just keep on drinking fire. <laughs> Love it. I appreciate it. Man. Appreciate, appreciate you, Pete. Thank you for calling. Is you ready for the battle party? I think I start writing something maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you got tomorrow. your feet together. How do you feel, Dad? That's what's up, Keith. Bob is saying she's cheating. I can't think of you. Let me take two minutes. <laughs> Just a few minutes. <laughs> I love it. I know that's why right. we got to put you. too much time on that one. <laughs> okay. All right, man. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Bring in our next caller. We have finally 203 on the air with the poetry of China Blue. What's up, love? Are you ready? 203. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. You hear me? Uh-uh. Do you hear me? Yes, you can. Oh, sorry. Okay. How are you ladies tonight? Wonderful. We're doing good. We be free. Well, that is one thing I am. I just want to say, I guess, I don't know. I just think the whole beef situation is so dumb to me. I feel like we all grown. So what some, I, I guess it is a big ego thing. People really do ego trip and feel like their stuff is supposed to be better than somebody else's or whatever. And I'm like, well, there's always somebody that's going to be better than you. But instead of instead of hating on them, how about you look at their work and be like, well, let me try to get on your level. Because, I mean, that's how I look at things. When I look at other poets' poetry, you know, when I read their stuff, I'm like, hmm, what can I do? To probably make my work get onto their level, I'm not ever gonna hate on anybody because it's just just take too much energy out of my day to even be doing that. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> People don't think you know, like I agree me. with your opinion, girlfriend. Thank you. Y'all heard it from Black Diamond. You got a piece for it? Um, I do. I do want to say this. My piece comes from somebody who did. He didn't like. Well. I came into a group he had, and I would post, and people started commenting on it or whatever, you know, making nice comments or whatever, and then he decided that he needs to have something to say. Me, I'm not going to come at you. Um, I know disrespect because I don't do disrespect, so I just write to myself, and I wrote a piece to myself. I've never spit it, but this is the first time I've ever spit the piece. Um, So, okay, here we go. 
I can't be mad, but truthfully it doesn't matter. Many times I tried, but as soon as I turned my back, you turned into that backstabber. But all I returned is laughter, okay? So my confidence ain't sky high, but fuck that. My love for this can touch the fucking sky, but now consider me in poetry protection because anything I write, my name will not be mentioned for so for you to see my name is a motherfucking blessing. I sit in the background paying attention, and the bullshit I see has taught me a lesson. You want me to bow down, rug burn on my knees? Man, you really must not know me. I could be pissed, but you got this, right? Nah, I won't fight because the bitch in me will come to light, and that won't be a pretty sight. So, okay. I don't use them big-ass words, but my voice is so powerful it will be heard, and I don't got to spit for you to hear my shit because my words are so real you could imagine it. But you know what? I'm good. You could downgrade me. You make it seem like you made me. I'm a self-creation. I'm an infatuation, copyright of my parents. But see, your bullshit is so transparent, but... As long as no more bullshit about me escapes your mouth, we really ain't got shit else to talk about. And that's that piece. And pretty much once you, you know, voice your opinion on it or write your opinion down on it, it was it was that was it. Well, whatever. If he wanna continue or whoever it is wanna continue to waste their time, then that's on them. Now, I'm going to make you look dumb because you're going to just be arguing with yourself now. So you and your keyboard and your your phone or whatever can have a great old happy time typing away because I just move on. I don't got time. I'm I'm grown. (laughs) Yep, and when they see you not feeding into their bullshit, they move on to the next person that they will feed into their bullshit. So, yeah. Exactly. That's what they like. for somebody to feed into what they're saying, but you won't get that from me. I'm too nice for that. I don't like drama. Word. All right. <laughs> you heard it from the queen's mouth. Thank you for calling in and voicing your pain. No, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So next up, we're going back on 216. You're back on the air with us. What's up, all-around queen? I'm here, and I was going to read a piece that is not anger or hate motivated, but I wanted to say that um, the reason I wanted to do this piece is because I noticed that all the anger and hate motivated pieces get more stands and ovations, and that's why a lot of people do write them, and I don't think that all of the pieces that people write come from, exactly come from hate, a lot of them come from hurt. And um, I know this one poet last week was heard about something that another poet had said, know, off the record, and uh, the piece was magnificent. So I think that emotions are emotions, and uh, some emotions are stronger than others, and sometimes I just got a feeling that um, sometimes people, when they write out of pain, that it's a stronger emotion than um, than love. But I'm going to see if this poem that I wrote about love is going to strike any, any emotions in anyone, and it's called I Will Open My Door. Stand in the archways of my love, 
and do not be afraid to encounter my elderhood. Unless you have ulterior motives, you will let go. You will let go when you hear the truth and ignore it. It's because you don't want truth to interfere with your earthly plans. So stand in my corridors and walk my hallways and reminisce. Why do I say you may reminisce? Because the rage I have is because I have taken your fears and your misconceptions, causing me to appear restless and eager. Knock loudly so I can present you with my presence, the presence of my presentation as a present from my world to yours. Partake of what I have laid out before you. Enter without caution. Vibrate to a new dimension and let us love you. Be purified in letting go of buffoonery. Be enlightened. Be enlightened. Ignore the past. Enjoy the brilliance and wise words from yourself, from your inner self. And form yourself into a ball made flexible from courage. And then take that ball and shine the light, and you will see its iridescence. Now I will always open my door. And if you leave all of the blockers behind, do not cross my threshold until you do. Do not bring the negative energy into my corridors. Do not cross my threshold unless you are willing to abandon the useless notions and expectations. I will not clash I will not clash with your past wrecks and I shall lift you up as you enter my spiritual domain. My door is open. So come in and feel the love. That's right. Conscious insight in abundance. But it's not all mine. Search yourself. You have it. It's inside. It's inside yourself. Inside your peaceful self. Surround yourself by positive energy and find yourself. Find your light even in the darkest places. Know yourself divinely and let the true insight be your guide. And with this, you shall find your way in poem. Oh, yes, Mama. Eddie wrote something in me. <laughs> well, thank you. I love that piece <laughs> because, um John in the chat room saying Mama O has dropped another masterpiece. Wow. Well, I love him, and he gets me, and a few people get me, but I really love writing pieces that, you know, bring us to a higher consciousness that we can see and, and, and encourage each other. You know, you know, that's what you always have done whenever I came on the show, and that's what I want to pass on to other people. So thank you for the love. Thank you. Anytime. That's what I do. Got to love Mama O. <clears throat> Wisdom, for real. And she, she's down to earth. We'll keep this thing rolling. Got an hour and two minutes left in this show. I'm going to spit a piece in a little bit. Come on, uh, pull in our next caller, which is 786. 
then 513, and then 202. That's the lineup. 786, you're on the air with the politics. I'm trying to believe what's up. What's happening, ladies, queens? What's going on? What's good, ladies? Nothing much, seven. That's what's popping. That's what's popping. Y'all, y'all good? Y'all have a good day? Y'all all right? Y'all blessed? Everything's straight? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're blessed. That's what's popping. That's what's popping. Anywho, um, yeah, Quick, quick, quickly about the whole poetry beef thing that Fuck that shit. For real. Honestly, that's how I feel about it. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I got too many kids to raise, so I ain't even on that. And you ain't finna rent no space in my mind. And anybody who let people stay rent-free in their mind enough to, you know, pick up their pen and, and write a piece about another person, then you something wrong with you. You ain't finna, <clears throat> you ain't finna penetrate me like that. I'm good. So fuck that beef shit. I heard that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Um, yeah, so... I got this piece called Book of Crimes, <clears throat> and um, this is just page one of Book of Crimes. I'm going to just run it down like that. <clears throat> so, here you go. Let me take you through my Book of Crimes. I swear you can't deny these rhymes. A gun and a frown is all these lines have to offer. Page one. The bullshit preacher praying at the altar, putting his hands on all the young sons and daughters, call him holy molester. The wannabe stepdaddy playing the same damn role, sneaking down the hall, what he does, only God and baby girl knows. Women, stop sleeping with your foes. And we all know of the man beating on his wife next door. Your crime here is letting it stay behind closed doors. Silence does kill, and your silence has killed her too many times. Being born blind is not the same as closing your eyes. Stop acting like you don't see her bruises and blackened eyes. And and abuse leaves these kids traumatized, and you can clearly see the signs. Dysfunctional I love used from broken ties. Education's supposed to be the key, but government funding got cut and left these kids behind. Then they take that same funding a few wars with and put their dumb ass on the front line. Isn't it ironic how the media has made money and murder iconic? Reality has been reduced to the inches of your flat screen, and the revolution has been televised because revolution is a marketing strategy. Revolt, rebel, resist, but you only do it casually in the midst of a tragedy, and it's so sad to see you watch the news and witness all these atrocities and make no moves because your desensitized eyes won't let your heart beat. And that's just the end of page one right there. That's the piece. Dig the flow. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Most definitely. Y'all keep doing your thing. I'm chilling. Oh, yeah. Spoken word warfare, 9-11. Let's do it. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it that's is. What we got this, brother. We got this brother coming through for Cop That Tuesday in September, so y'all be looking out for that. I'm excited. Hey, Most definitely appreciate the love, most definitely. And, um, you know, y'all do y'all think. I'm sitting back listening, chilling, doing what I do. That's what it do, baby. Thank you. All right. Next up we have 513. Ms. Romeo, I'll be mad. you doing tonight. Hi, show is usually interesting topic. Indeed. Okay. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just keep it all the way. My talk is I can only say. I've been in a little battle. And I mean, 
it is what it is. I feel like if a person says something about you, you know, I think it's, it's only right to respond. You have that choice, you know, if you want to or not. But, I mean, after a while, it's like, you know, how long are you going to turn out the cheek? How many times can you turn out the cheek? How many times can you sit there and take it, you know? And you choose to speak what's on your mind as you want to speak in your thoughts. Right. Okay. I'm saying that when you when you constantly attacked by a person, hell yeah, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not gonna keep. I'll peel one to second. I ain't gonna keep trying to see. We gonna keep messing with me. So yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, as a man, as a poet, you know, I feel his inspiration. So I had something to say to Rick and Pang. I mean, because. What I what I heard, what I felt, he said, you know, I mean, it was what it was. It was poetry, poeticness. I don't know nothing about a dude like that to really have an issue with him. You know, I like some of his poetry. You know what I'm saying? I think he's a dope writer. I have nothing against his poetry. You check the record. You know, I never said nothing about the man's poetry. When I spoke on anything, I spoke on defending my name, my writing, you know. And, and I defend that as long as I feel like I want to defend it. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Interesting. So, can let me ask you this, since you're speaking on your thoughts. Is it done? Or will we have another round with y'all? Say that again? Are y'all done? That's a bold question. She said, are y'all done? Are we done? I mean, yeah, are y'all done? Is it over? I mean, or is it more to come? Like, 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 like I said, like I said, I'm always feel like I have a right to defend myself as a poet and my pieces. I mean, if I choose to, to not respond to anything he ever say again, you know, that's my choice. If I feel like, you know what, fuck that. Let me get in these bitch ass niggas. You know what I mean? But that's 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 not him as a poet. You know, I like his piece. That's just me speaking as why this bitch ass nigga got something to say about my poetry, that's all. I mean and, and, and that's not him as a poet. He a he a hot poet. It's just the thought behind why would this bitch ass nigga say something about my poetry? Well we you know we all do poetry. And you know, I might not write how other people write. I'm not other people. I'm Romeo Dematic. No, this or that. I'm saying I'm writing my thoughts, things that I think about. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I might not share too much pain pieces because, you know, I didn't want to come out like that. You know, when I came out as being an erotic writer, that's what I chose to share at that time. Now, I knew I might get some backlash from that, but that's okay. You know, that was okay. I let it slide. I'll be here. I let it slide. We respect you for being when here. When I heard something else, I let it slide. You know, it was cool. Then I heard something else, fuck that. I spoke on <laughs> I spoke on my thoughts. Okay. You know, that's all. All right. Gangster, watch out. Drive by, drive by. Like Romeo Donati, don't fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, like I said, I mean, like I said, you check the pieces, you know, I'm 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 telling you exactly what I'm saying. You know, it ain't no subliminal. You know, it's it's it's, yeah. 
and you know, people want to go with that. He say, she say. No, I'm speaking on what I heard. You know, it's not what somebody told me. I disregarded that. You know what I'm saying? I disregarded that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anytime I ever heard it, until I heard what I heard. Well, but you know, as a parent, you know, like I said, he's not a poet. I let you know, check the tape. You know, I speak on. Oh, he said check tape. (laughs) Check tape. Like I said, he's not a poet. My my thoughts were speaking on my thoughts. You know. All right, Mr. Mario. Do you have a piece of to accompany that opinion, or are you just done with that? I, I got a piece pertaining to that. I mean, you know, uh, my let me step back. All right. <laughs> okay. Do we need to put the disclaimer out? The comments, the poetry by the poets on the original poetry at the dark are not necessarily the comments and feelings of doubt mm-hmm. or kind of blues. <laughs> Okay. Nah, yeah. Now I mean, you can do that. <laughs> All right. I got a short piece. Can I spit that first? I talk too much. No, I don't talk a lot. Thank you. You talk too much. You only can spit one piece. We got too many people waiting. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna do this. I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind, hear your heart, and answer to your soul with my thoughts. You tear a man down when he tries to build himself up. You say you don't care when he gives a fuck. You call it a game or his thoughts of mine. But when he was you and you thought the same, that's just a question. No need for an answer. Because you have that disease in your views not shared, then others are cancer. But one would be a hypocrite if he thought this way. Just from the truth alone that everybody has something different to say. That's just life, day and night, right and wrong. You could be in a crowded room with everyone chatting, but with your thoughts, you are alone. Can't say that ain't real, because you understand how that feels. So who he asks, understand how he feels, because it's real. But if it's not how you feel, then no big deal. He's just trying to live, but his thoughts you want to kill. That makes you a murderer. You, him, them, man, her. No tears shall fall and none will cry. The day his thoughts die. That's my thoughts. Thank you for calling in, getting in on this topic, and spitting a piece for us. I mean, you know it's all about on this, and I definitely agree with what you said. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. All right, people, so we're going to keep this thing rolling. 15 minutes left in the show. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we got 202-907-646. Those are the people that are coming up next. We'll be right back. This is Jay-Z. Super ugly. Oh, yeah, I got myself a gun. Uh oh, yeah, I got myself a gun. Brooklyn, stand up. 
I got myself a gun, but really I don't need the heat Your heart pump project Kool-Aid, you sweet I don't got a two-way you gay This is not me, this is rap, homie I don't have a scratch on me You feel J-Saw, rip J-Off Damn, I'm only worth over a hundred million Look, I got beef with like a hundred children Niggas with pink suits, trying to get cute You a little out of line, homie Don't let the nine, homie, put you out your mind, homie just rhyme, homie. Kick your little lies. I kick my real facts. Like you sneaking out the back of that little sound lab. <laughs> we wasn't chasing you. We had a taping too. We came through to do our one-two thing. It wasn't a Rockefeller come through things. Cause if it was on like that, I would come through Queens. With Queens niggas. You know how I do. Look, I got more shooters in Queensbridge than you. Niggas will tie you up on the Coliseum roof. And open beer bottles off the boy ship too. Look here. I got myself a gun. Uh-oh, yeah, I got myself a gun. Listen, I'm the J, the A, to the fuck this broad. This nigga never so ass when I ask a ball. Had to buy your chain back last time you got robbed. The nerve of this coward nigga, oh, oh my, my God. God. And I know rap rumors all in the windows. I bring it to your live, lift up your window. Let the public peek in, see your dirty laundry. Y'all don't want me to continue. Ho! Oh. <laughs> Super ugly, nigga. <laughs> All I really know is your hoe won't be with me, and she ain't playing what I'm saying. Common than just ballin' and rhyming, get it? More in common. I came in your belly back seat, skeeted in your Jeep, left condoms on your baby seat. Here, yeah, nigga, the gloves is all, the love is done. It's whatever, whenever, however, nigga. One. And since you infatuated with saying that gay shit, yes, you was kissing my dick when you was kissing that bitch. Nasty shit, you thought I was boning Renette. You calling karma a hundred times, I was boning her neck. You got a baby by the bra, you can't disown her yet. When is your lies end? When is the truth begin? When is reality setting? Or does it not matter? Gotta hurt I'm your baby mama's favorite rapper. And ask your current girl, she know what's up. Holla at a real nigga. Chicka, give a fuck. All I really know is your hoe wants to be with me. And she ain't playing what I'm saying. That happen every five years or so. Uh, years. Uh, all I really know is the wants to be with me and she ain't playing. Big <laughs> what right. I'm saying. <laughs> oh my goodness. Poetry after dark. This is poetic peace topic. That shit is crazy. I'm just giving y'all some examples, which I already know. Uh, some of the tracks that came out amongst the rappers with the beef. Y'all already know, you know, who cleared that, that beef out the air. It got cleared real quick. We're going to take it back to the yeah, phone lines. Yeah, like the was talking about um, LL Cool J versus Kumo D. Prophet Andre brought up the game versus 50 Cent. So, yeah, we just talking about that. 202. You on able to call us from China Blue? What's up, Depot? This is China. How y'all be? Mm. We be there. We get hurt. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to get up for you, Tana. It's a little friendly battle, baby. Much love to you. Much love. Um, I ain't going to um, spend too much time uh, before I get into my piece. But I'm going to say this, man. For real, for real, this whole beef shit, <clears throat> to me, is stupid. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
Sam, I agree with you, and I look at Joski's side too. But it just seems when I listen to other people, black folks the only one that got to have deep over some nonsense. You know what I mean? I didn't hear Aerosmith with uh, uh, ZZ Top. I never heard Sting beefing with Phil Collins. You know what I'm saying? That's a hip-hop thing, yeah. And poetry, I'm not saying poetry got to be a certain thing. You got beef with somebody, you got beef with somebody. And amazingly, I had somebody trying to... Add me into it, and for what? You know, I sing, I do my poetry or whatever, I do it for a release, and I do it, you know, if it's in competition, it's in fun to me, Nat, to say I'm better than someone. You're right, BTR has blown up a lot of people, for real, for real. You know, at the same time, it's like, yo, I mean, we spend so much time with this nonsense, you know what I mean? And to me, we make ourselves look like a bunch of ass niggas, man. For real, what the fuck you beefing with? This person for what? You know, either you do your shit and I do my shit, and if my shit can get better, you tell me. Now, if you diss me and you gotta call me out publicly, fuck the poetry and fuck everything else. It's gonna get personal. I'm gonna inbox you. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna ask you what your problem. You know. Yeah, what's your fucking He problem? said social media is going to make a difference, but you heard him say, first thing he said is you're going to get inboxed. I'm inbox you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, I mean, what the fuck? You know, you got a problem with me? My you know, ass like, is going like, to somebody. Excuse me, Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but um, I ain't going to waste up my soapbox with that. I'm just, just saying it like this, you know. If somebody got a beef, that's between them. But, I mean, we all grown, you know, and we all trying to get to the same place. And I think that's what Joe was trying to say, regardless of Grammys. And I hear what China was trying to say. We got stars right here. You know what I mean? But at the same time, ain't nobody getting no money for beefing with nobody. Ain't nobody getting to the next level with beefing with nobody. And I noticed that a lot of black folks, all we do, it's, it's us that got this competition bullshit, for sure. So, uh-huh. you know, but that's my thing. You know, somebody disagree, I apologize. And I'm going to do an old one. I'm going to do an old piece if y'all don't mind. Um, poetry critics get the finger. Y'all mind? Y'all don't mind. You don't mind, but we don't mind. For those of you that want to limit poetry to a cadence tone and one track mind without being profane, you get the finger. Who appointed you as the president, CEO, and high priestess of poetry? And what gives you the right to govern how and why something is said? And who makes you the person in charge with your formality? To all of those who get off on having a name and judging and winning slams, and for those who claim to be poetry dons and divas, for those of you that read in that repetitive love Jones tone trying to make us believers, guess what? You get the finger. I'm all for upliftment, black power, and self-motivation. And, yes, I'm admiring the slick punchlines, beastly metaphors, similes, and strong deliveries. I'm not knocking fun, competition, and energetic spirit, but somehow the art has succumbed to commercialized urgency. And I'm not going to lie. If I hear another poet repeat his line, I said repeat his line, I wish he would say it just one time, because if not, I'm going to lose my motherfucking mind. You claim to be all 
to use all these big words with your expansive vocabulary. And I love the fact that you read the dictionary. But you know what? The way that you portray, you're bluffing. Like James Brown said, you're talking loud and saying absolutely nothing. So to you poets claiming prophecy, I give you the finger. Well, let me tell you how I feel, not just as a poet, but as a person. Like Rakim Peek, the technique, this is nothing I'm rehearsing. God damn it, I'm human. So my job as a poet is to tell the truth. My truth, your truth, whatever truth. And there are some days when I feel like Malcolm X taken back by any means necessary. And sometimes I'm tired of working at nine to five for slave wages. And sometimes I feel like going to a club and having a drink and screaming like Tupac, fuck the world. And sometimes I feel like being hedonistic and fucking all the girls. And sometimes I feel like going back to church and giving God his respect. In other words, just like the rest of the human race, I'm a work in progress. So you fake wannabes or whatever, deal with the real. Some of you are bipolar trying to portray one thing and trying to live another, and I uncovered it lock and seal. So I give you the finger. And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on some toes, but I'm so sick and tired of these so-called poetic experts dropping some venom to those who think of the end-all, be-all to what poetry is supposed to be. That's absurd. So I stand head and shoulders to be a poet as I see it, and that's to tell the truth. So guess what? You get the finger, and that's my piece. I must say that that is my favorite side of your pen. You get it in, I must say. Oh, yeah. And you call people to the forefront, bipolar, crazy-ass poets out there. I mean, for real, one minute they smiling, they happy, they all about you. Next minute they're like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck did I do? For you to go like that. And what accuse me about these poets, they don't want to be like, come to me. Don't just jump off off of what you heard. Why don't you be a man or a woman and step to the person that you got a problem with? Exactly. But, you know, my thing is with people, man, be who you are. We all have different thoughts, different tendencies. Just be who the fuck you are. And if you got a, yeah, just like like you said, if you got a problem, you come to me. You inbox me, or if you got my number, you pick up the phone and you call me like a real man or woman. And you say what your issue is. Don't be going out on a public site. I had this done, trying to you know get publicity for yourself. That shit is very childish. It's very young. It's very dumb. It's ignorant. But I will say it with my man. You ain't getting a million dollars for dissing me. You know what I'm saying? So, well, we appreciate what you have to say, Library. We got some other callers on the line. We love you guys. Go ahead. I love you. I love you. Go ahead. Go ahead. We love you, too. We appreciate it. All right. Oh, yeah, boy. That's the topic that can go on and on and on, though. But I feel when you're talking about 907, you're on air with the poets. It's been trying to believe us that. You know what? Can you hear me? Yeah. You know what? It's Candace. I accidentally did that. Go ahead. I, I did. Um, you know, of course, this topic could go on and on, but go to somebody else that has not had a turn. Okay, like, okay, fine. Okay. I didn't even realize. I looked at the number, didn't even realize, but okay. 646, six, you want to have with the poets in China Blue? Good evening, everyone. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I know, right? Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I was in Q before. Well, I wasn't in Q. I was listening. And then he said, press one. I was like, oh, man, I've been listening to the show for an hour. And I was like, why didn't they call my number? So it's all good. Uh, at least I got to see, hear everybody's opinion, their poetry, and, you know, everybody's just doing their thing. And for the, the the topic on the beef, it's like, you know, I, I listen to those comments, and it's like, you know, where's the unity, you know? Like the, a caller said before, you know, Aerosmith and ZZ uh Topper, they're not arguing, or my Angelo and other posts, they're not, they're not beefing. You know, we as black artists and poetry need to uh, stick together because we are seesawing. Instead of rising, we're seesawing, and if we keep doing it, we're going to end up falling, and no one's going to pick us up. No one's going to pick us up but us. We have We have our own voice, and the opinion of our own voice is what's uh, people are going to listen to when we're dissing and and, and um, things like that with each other. They clap. They actually clap because they want to see us. Because uh, it's the African American people who are doing it amongst themselves. They want to see us fall. We used to be Nubian queens and kings, and now we're um, uh, you know niggas and 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 bitches. You know, I, I hate that. That's the first time I I really said that on the on the radio, but. You know, it's, it angers me that we can't we speak and write poems of, un, of being united, and you know, united we stand, divided we fall. But where's the action? Action speaks louder than words. And and until we all do that, you know, it's not individual because we all are one nation. You know, we all are one. We one picture. We are one voice. And until all of us do it together, you know, we can't point fingers at nobody. We have to pick each other up. We have to. You know, uh, do like you know a uh, caller said. You know, uh, uplift them. You know, it's not a thing about this, and it's, it's, it's unity. And that's basically all I have to say about it because it actually it makes me feel like like that. I, I ain't gonna you know say that I'm a poet. I, I'm I'm more of just I'm a listener. I'm a fan. That's what I am. You know, that that's basically how I feel about it. Hey, I appreciate you calling in and <clears throat> speaking your opinion about the topic. Appreciate that. Do you have a piece? Uh, yes. The title is going to be. I label it as the pen. The pen. That's it. Okay. Okay. Early in the morning, I I wake up and I realize that it's a new day to shine the mind. And divining lines I sit at the table Without a thought Yet I'm supposed to be eating Yet my brain is deceiving I go to class I feel free at last But yet I felt like I lost something Or left something Or maybe mistaken something To be something else I walk down the street And I see I see the honey dip with thick thighs I see the Lips that I want to just kiss But you see Lust will always deceive you Because it's not trusted And I want to go back home And rewind again Because when I woke up this morning I forgot my pen I forgot to wake up in the morning And see that my pen Is the second thing That I should kind of cherish The first thing is Giving thanks to God Because without him I couldn't and wouldn't and shouldn't be here. So with my pen now, I need to find some paper. 
I don't need paper, the physical paper, but my pen is my ink and my ink is my pen. So when I put my ink and pen together, the paper seems to have manifestation. When I speak, it, it writes before me as I walk down the street. You see, we have desires and minds to elevate and collaborate. But if we can't collaborate and elevate, then what am I talking about? I stand in the scene of dreams and desires, but if my dreams and desires are not of yours or of mine, and we're speaking of them, we're not standing in it, then my shoes are standing backwards. They're being walking into the world that we have no identity of self. So we push ourselves to fight against ourselves. And when we push ourselves to fight against ourselves, guess what? We are collided. We are we are uh, individually and groupies collided. Just like they formed the projects. They only formed the projects so that low low key housing so that the government can keep an eye on us. So therefore whether we're rich or poor, if we're fighting against one another, we are surrounded in the projects. Because guess what? They're watching us. And until we begin to work together and have peace with one another, that's when society gets scared because they know that we as people, as poetic minds, changing the divided lines with our pen, we can bring our anger, we can bring our sadness, we can bring our desires, we can bring our lust and trust, and we can bring our spirituality to the table. But until then, we can laugh to a friend and we can be a frenemy to an enemy. And when I say frenemy to an enemy, that means, yes, I'm talking in your face and I love you and I adore you, but behind your back I'm telling somebody how much I despise you. That's a frenemy. And my enemy, yes, you're my brother, you're my sister, and we're actually the same blood and everything else, but guess what? I hate your guts because of the fact that I don't trust you. And the fact that you said you forgive me, I don't forgive you because I am just like you. I want to be free in the dim. So my freedom locks me inside of my cage with the sound of a parrot. I sing my song, but I am not free from the cage. So until someone embraces me and lifts me from the cage, then my pen will have an existence in society and it will become a global, universal word because poetry begins first with a pen and then the pad becomes the manifestation. And then we can think together, we can unite together, and as poetry, we can have our very own pen because we're unique when we speak. And when we speak, they listen. But when we fight, guess what? We're turning the backs on the ones that are waiting for us for young society of people already so mature than us. So if I'm of age, I'm of age, and I call myself a man, then why is the one that I call a youth that's supposed to be looking up to me more mature than me? Hmm. That's the pen, and that's the peace. Oh, man, that's that piece for real. I like what you said in that piece and how you delivered. Good job, folks. All right. Uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling, breaking our next caller, 708. Been waiting for a while. 708. Hello. You got you on the Hello. Air. Can this you hear us? Yes, this is Miss Flutterfly. 
Long time, mostly. Hello? We got you. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Oh, okay. Stop talking to me. My phone's working. Okay, um, I'm going to spit a piece and then I'm going to leave because I got to go to bed. Um, It's called Slow Dance. All right, let's this is going to work. I see you watching me. My fingertips burn from every word we really type. My buzzer's sitting again, and they playing my song. Your eyes are hypnotized by the sway of my hips. Our eyes dance a familiar tone. My arms around your neck. Your hands on my hips as I begin to grind. Your body moves like a snake. I'm your prey. You watch every move, hoping I'm peeping you. Truth is, you are my prey. The closer you get, the more I move away. Secretly, it's driving you crazy. I turn so that you can't see me biting my lips. With each twirl, your mouth drops. That's when I make my move. I touch you softly so you will want more. I get in front of you and drop. As you reach down and give me a hand, I slide slowly, making you pray that they don't see what I feel. You pull me so I can feel your breath on my neck, your fingers running up and down my spine. With each movement, our breath gets heavier. All eyes are on us. Then, uh, by, our, by the poetic way, we move our bodies. I can tell he wants it as bad as I do. The music fades. We finally look into each other's eyes. Do you? When? Now. Let's go. And that's that piece. Came and put the whole mood around. Lady me. about to turn the chat out with that piece. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that was nice. Thank you so much. Now, I Thank have you for Huh? I was saying thank you for calling in. Oh, sure. Anytime. Now, I really have to get to bed because I got to get up and I got class at 9 o'clock a.m. Ooh, okay, really girl. Appreciate you hanging with us this whole time. Yes. Hanging in the chat and everything. Get some sleep. And hopefully you'll be with us Friday for the Battle of the Sexes. You'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right. Bye. There it is. <clears throat> Man. <laughs> she turned it up. <laughs> All right. So listen to the original poetry after dark. This is the supported beef topic show. I'm going to spit my piece and I'm going to get out the way. We've got a, one more, two more poets that want to get back on the mic. I believe 818, thinking about something coming back. And we have 832 um, coming in after I spit my piece. And this is titled Just Me. I can only be me. The kind of person that trusts no one, 
I've seen what life really has to offer, a pain that no one wants to claim, a soul that's sustained through the toughest storms, the reborn. But what is inseminating me comes to the scene. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's mean. She's the one that endured it all for me. Call it text in the head, crazy, weird, whatever, it's not you. She acts on her own intuition, doesn't look for anyone's permission. She waits, hoping the premonitions never come to the point of no return. We live and we learn, and some just be. Some just occupy space and exist. They resist the opportunity for change, not really in the multitude of their brains, like what you say is nothing to what you display. We preach poetry and peace, but we want to act like we're really from the streets. For real? Can we truly walk through the valley of the shadow of death? And do you know that your faith has to stand until the last breath? You have accepted that you will never be the best, there will always be someone out there better. And this is my personal letter. This is addressed to whoever concerned. We move through lessons that we never seem to learn, and all for five minutes of fame of you disgracing the next victim's name. Did it make you feel good? <clears throat> Did it change anything new in you? I doubt it very seriously. The seven deadly signs, one called envy. It leaves a bitter taste, and it rubs you all in the wrong ways. The reaction proves the conscious weighed heavy. She knows the value of ignored to overlook and turn the cheek and remain mystique. But my real beauty shines without any intervention. No makeup covers or blemish or tightness outline the physique. Just me. Typically, I'm alone on journeys seeking my rightful duty. Just call me the loner. I like my time to observe sceneries and scope out hidden things. At times, I extend a hand to understand the next man, but I ponder. If God made us all the light, then life wouldn't be much of a mystery. But indeed it is, and not all things would be crystal clear. Some things aren't meant to be figured out, and that's simply me, the one that has no rhyme or reason. I change every day like our season is called growth. And if you are where you were five years ago, I pity you because you're standing still, unable to live life's thrill of religion. You strive to hang with the competition but can't really understand what it means to prosper. Next to me thinking you could be my protege, my mental anguish weighs heavy. I decided to teach you anyway. Then allowed my space to be consumed. My light became dim. My face showed nothing but dismay. My feelings were worn on my sleeve. My attitude changed and my whisper came, my screams. You kept me in the space I wanted to flee. You kept me. <clears throat> you kept me in my needs pleading. I became a prisoner of war and I swore this would never be me again. Another chance to regain my positive strength, lift and revive my spirit from this negativity. But you must beware of wolves and sheep clothing. I keep telling myself, but also I don't want to ignore someone who really needs my help. I feel with my heart, but that can be a dangerous aspect, and I guess it just leaves me vulnerable, dangling like bait for the next one that decides to take a piece of me, and that's that piece. Well, I am on point tonight, tell you. What was that? You deserve <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
We got two more callers. We got enough time. I'm going to give you 10 minutes. That should give you more than enough time to do what you need to do. Okay. 832-689, you're on the air. 832. You hear me? Yeah, peace and blessings. How y'all feeling, huh? We good. How are you? Uh, Not too bad. I want to send both of y'all my love. You know, it's all from the heart. Peace to all the poets out there. You know, may y'all stand strong. Uh, I want to reflect a little bit on uh, the beast thing, you know, as a prophet, as a messenger, but as myself, too, because I'm always transparent. I don't hold back. But the thing is, just like we got five senses to see, the touch, the smell, the taste, the feel, we got five personalities stacked up on each, each one of them. We're united with self. Now, things we hear from a person reflect one of those personalities. If we get self in check, truly understand divine self, we're really working with something because we know, we'll realize the things that we beef with each other with is only things that separate us farther apart because God's mystery is us. And we are a divided mystery trying to form this body of what we call Christ. You know, Scripture mode, 419 Galatians, I will feel for you like a mother burdened with birth pains. And I will feel this way for you until Christ forms in you. So what I'm saying to you people is a person like me, you know, and I'm not saying I'm special, but a person like me have love for all you, regardless of what you say. You can be my enemy with cold stirs. I'm going to take that. I'm going to laugh. You know why? Because I know you just don't know. You only live in what the world transformed your mind to be, and that's alchemy on a level that you can't even see, touch, taste, smell, or feel. Because it's spiritually, we study on dumb stuff, you know. But peace and love, though. Can I wake? Oh, yeah. God, I'm being abused in faith. A man standing in the reflection of deception that's feeding on our soul every second. Face to face with the enemy from every breath that we take. Our eyes closed to void out the enemy, but he's right there, back in your face. Because the enemy is you. And it's getting so worse that with the devil in every corner, Smiling as a friend with temptations pushing upon the afflictions that my man animalistic mind wants within. Setting right before my face the weaknesses that make me burn with compassion like it's hell surrounding me in total disaster. Can I awake? Broken from embracing visions that's not so clear. Understanding I'm living a life bound by fears, not understanding the chills. And war with these things that is and the things that I feel, well, there was only lost love to live here. I have felt what it is to be broken. Now, I live and feed on the lives of the hopeless, just to hope to find peace, but it's all gone. The motivation to my soldiers is you live life with experiences, stay strong through the massacres and the disaster years. In your ear, as you see, your last breath occur. After every day I awake, my mind is blown. So dealing with this inner devil of your rights and wrongs, we're so ignorant to the facts that we live life to be burdened by the bitterness that we taste. Yes, the bitterness, the myrrh, the gift that was given to Christ that occurred under the great star that is embodied in ourselves. 
and it's like revealing a kiss of death, robbed by all rights of sense of self. The fact is we dead and don't even know it. So caught up in ego, the soul can't even show it because it's all a mirror image of what you desire, what you must feel, what you must taste, what you must touch, what you must bust, what you want to see, you want to discuss what happened to the compassion that was everlasting. So it's your mind that will never know because it's lasting. What is beef? Lost brothers battling for blood in the streets for the sake, for the sake that they don't even feel weak. Missing the love that used to be complete, rather dying burdens of defeat instead of finding heavenly peace. But first, you must have peace within. Killing that strong man that holds every level of you within, that I just can't let go because my soul burns. It's not your soul burns because your hell is the body, so it got your light trapped. The light bearer decided to manipulate with your state. He gave you an idea of that forbidden fruit, so now the only escape is to sacrifice all your joys and all your desires. And allow their spiritual mind to go high to the pioneer, which is the Christos, that afflicts in the Father. That's that piece. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. And I can feel you. And you got to be in your Bible and know him to understand that because he don't give that to everybody. And that's real talk. We appreciate you calling in and spitting that. No doubt. No, much love, y'all. Much love. All right. So we bring it back. 818. 818, you back in the building, baby. What's going on, family? I was writing this piece and whatnot, you know, it's, it's kind of in part, you know. Um, I, I, I wrote a comment in, 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 in you guys' thing, you know, and um, just want to do this quick piece. It's called, now, now on the other hand, I said, um, you know, some comments, poems, raps warrant a response. You know, you're not, you, you're not going to just sit there and get disrespected in the name of taking the high road when they calling you everything but a child of God on the low road. You know, we we saw we saw what being um, silent in abuse situations do, and, and again, I'm reading my response and whatnot. That's why I'm acting why I'm silent like this. Um, it empowered the abuser, and um, and I'm not about empowering those who disrespect. You know, so I, I didn't want you know people to take that. You're just supposed to take everything tonight. You know, and stuff like that. Like take another slap, take another hit. Some some things warrant you know a response and stuff like that. You know, and you know that's 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 basically what I'm doing. So I'm having fun with this piece. So it's not directed toward anybody. I'm just getting back into poetry slam mode. That's all. But here we go. Now, what I could do is choose to ignore you, but I see my nonviolence and gravitational pull toward silence seems to bore you. And every time I spit, you seem to think it's for you. Maybe if they glisten on my mushroom tip. Got you all up on my dick Like I got the KY jelly on it and shit If I was a female, my poem would resemble that bomb-ass clit Pretty glow-in-the-dark type shit Because every time I write, you bite That shit Just ain't right So tonight, on this open mic I'm gonna shit all over your poetry 
You got me acting not like me. It ain't the dog. It's the poet in me. Don't worry about mine. Do your own poetry. Do your own poetry. Uh, do your own poetry. Uh, motherfucker, do your own poetry. Uh, uh, don't do me. Do your own poetry. Nick, 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 Nick. Do your own poetry. The record skips. The record skips. The record skips. And I, and I just wrote that poem, you know, because a lot of times people be intimidated when they see other styles, other swaggers. And they get intimidated, so they, they they hate on it, and they try to do it or whatever. But, you know, again, it goes back to nobody do you better than you. So, you know, the beasts are, are going to settle down if you get, get up in your own stuff. And do your own poetry. I mean, put you know, put some condoms on it. Safe sex, y'all. Safe sex. Fuck the shit out of your own poems. You know what I mean? Out of your own swagger. Fuck that shit up. Make it holler. But, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, don't worry about other folks' swagger. You know, because sometimes we go to poetry cafes and we get intimidated. And we, you know, again, when I first got in this thing, everybody was trying to sound like, you know, um, Ursula Rucker, all the females trying to sound like her or Jill Scott. And all the dudes are trying to sound like, you know, Love Jones or whatever, whatever, you know, and, and, and everybody else. But, you know, do your own poetry, and, and I think the beats will be just fine, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, tonight, you know, just do that, you know, put on the light, put on the candle, get some of the apple soap in the bathtub, and do your own poem tonight. Fuck the shit out of it, because nobody do you better than you. That's my two cents. And that's the important, y'all. I, that's my little, you know, I'm still writing that one. You know, that's going to be a little something, something. It's not directed toward anybody, but I'm just having fun with it, you know. That's so what right, it's I'm loving it. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you for See. calling me in again. And, and, um, we the building. Let me ask him something before you go real quick, though. Yes, yes. Awesome. Friday. Yes, yes. Could you? Be a judge for the sensual edition back between the sheets. You can't be all on the air asking him to be a judge. He posts an inbox. Then you hear Larry inbox. It's at the end of the end of the show. Oh! Everybody done I'm... hung up now. Oh, this shit. is the best time of ever. I might like, can't catch up with this brother. I gotta take the opportunity when I get it. Oh shit! That's I, what it is. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm with it because, like, you know, I'm, I'm a fiend for that thing called poetry. So just let me know what y'all need me to do. The record's no here. Amen. Now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we are in the motherfucking building. Oh my goodness, we are here. Let's love. Let's love. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Tommy, you got your time, baby. I'm moving out the way. All right, I'm gonna let. Hold on, let my thing re re. I'm I'm gonna let five one three come in, and um, on my little time, and then I'm gonna bring Candace in with me, cause I got an announcement. And that's how that's going to flow. Okay. How y'all doing? This is Romeo D. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, I ain't on Facebook, so, you know, people really can't hear from me, but I wanted to make sure that Renee Michelle knows I'm looking for a fitting battle of sex. That's <laughs> All right. Call her up, Romeo. Okay. Somebody let her know that. That's it. Oh, my goodness. I forgot to say. I know he, yes, Keith, uh, he might be still on the line, but hey, I'm going to tell you, Keith, Bob Trey with BT, she said, yeah, it's on and popping. She will see you Friday. She's not scared. Yeah, baby. It's on. 
That's what's up. Uh, Mr. D. Natty, that's all you got? You done? Yeah, that was in my top. All right. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. But I do want to appreciate, you know, everybody that do like my shit. Okay. We love it. Okay. Uh, My board just went down. Wait. Okay, no. Okay, we're going to bring Candace back in. We're going to close the show, y'all. Appreciate everybody who joined us tonight for uh, Topic Tuesday, Poetic Beef, all the comments. It was definitely a good show. Boss, you did it again. I mean, it was just from start to finish. I enjoyed what everybody had to say, all of the pieces, everything that went on in chat. It was definitely a pleasure. Candace, you with me? I'm with y'all. It was a great okay, show. Candace, it was a very, very good out. show. I have, I had to say that it was a good show, and I hope everybody got a chance to get some things off of their chest. You know, you know when you just uh-huh. watching and reading and just observing, just the shit going on, and you like, dang, you know. So I, I hope everybody got got a little sum off their chest tonight. You know. Me too. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the announcement that I want to make when I got Candace on the line is that we have officially made a tight bond with Blazing the Mic, and we are now changing the title of The Battle of the Sexes to the original portrait of the dark, and Blazing the Mic presents The Battle of the Sexes between the Chiefs edition. I'm very excited. Candace had our back all the way through, and we just wanted to get our, our, our little love right there. So we're bringing the show together. How's that for unity, y'all? That's poetry unity right there. <laughs> One good that night. Poetry unity. <laughs> That's what we're talking about tonight. That's how you kill the beef. Y'all come together That's and join right. hands and kumbaya and whatnot. So that's what we got going on this Friday. Yes. We got it's Poetry Out the Dark battle, and y'all. Blazing the Mic presents the Battle of the Sexes. The Between the Sheets edition. We got the Bars versus 668. We got China Blue versus Laurie. We got Ro- Romeo versus Renee Michelle. They happen to be our main event. So that's what's that. We got Diamond, Black Diamond versus Quest Lyrical. We got Keith versus BT. Mad Writer versus Fabulous. Um, Miss Fab. Uh, GBD versus Joseph Nathaniel. Joski versus Santa Daisy. The Watcher 13 versus Lenny Rose. Robin Banks versus Poetic Black. D. Grease versus Pocahontas. And added to the list is Whip versus Lyrical. Movement, so it's going down. Twelve poets. Ooh, I mean, twenty-five poets. Twelve rounds. It's gonna be a hot, hot, hot show. I'm excited. Wow, that's gonna and be crazy. Friday, I, 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 I'm of course. I'm rooting for the ladies again. I'm rooting for the ladies again. But the I don't ladies care. have to come and hold down the title. We won last battle yes. of the sexes. If y'all didn't get the chance to peep that, get in the archives. Make sure y'all get into that, so you'll know what to expect this Friday. It was a live show then. I'm sure it's gonna be even better. This Friday, yes, so I'm will. excited. I'm excited for our little union we got. Thank you, Candice, It's going to be a fabulous show. It's going to be a fabulous show. It really is. You know what? Thank on the last show, I have a suggestion. On the last show, didn't something go on with a couple people that were supposed to be in the battle? And aren't there a couple uh, uh, people that kind of came around late? Y'all be on standby. Uh huh. That's true. That's true. Yeah, be That's true, we need some people to come through So y'all be on standby Because there was a lot of people that wanted to get into this battle That couldn't yeah. get in I mean, mm-hmm. A lot of the men were stepping up I don't know what's going on with the female poets Maybe that needs to be next topic Tuesday We need to discuss why the female poets Don't like to step up 
other battles and whatnot? Is it because we just not battling type? Is it because of the sex? Is it because we're women, we're just not the battling type? Because the men jumped on it like, yeah. But then the women were like, I don't know, I got something to do that day. I think I'm going out. I don't know. <laughs> the, men, the men just jumped on it because they, they knew they had to redeem themselves. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it was. They, they yeah. want to try to redeem themselves on Friday. Okay, that's so why I know it's going to be a hot day. They can't up. believe they lost. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. We we got the battle of the sexes coming up on the twenty sixth. We also got our open mic coming back on next Tuesday on the thirtieth. But we got our real lyrics night. So we having an old school battle. Um, boss lady, you let them know who the old school battle is because I have no idea. But she said hey, I don't know why real lyrics. Like she don't know. But the real lyricists, we we taking it back to the old school officially with Al Green versus Otis Redding. And like I said, if you don't know old school, just sit down, take a listen. Guaranteed you're going to love it. It's going she to be said a great that was real lyrics, and she won't poets real. to come out and give their pieces that they consider to be real lyrical, real lyrics like the old school days. So bring that piece with you on the 30th. On the 2nd, we got open mic. And on the 6th, we have another topic, Tuesday, which I believe we're going to talk about this female battling situation, but I don't know. So that's what we got coming up um, next on the Original Poetry After Dark. So y'all make sure y'all tune in on those days. What I want to say about tonight, um, I do have a personal issue with people calling in saying things like, you know, black people and black people. And I feel like we put more on ourselves than other people put on ourselves. So if I sounded in chat, you know, a little bit off is because I just feel some type of way when I hear people say, well, black people, I mean, because really, how many Aerosmith concerts have you been to? How many ZAP concerts have you been to? How many articles did you read about them to know who they were beefing with? You don't know. So to, to, to just say that it's just us, like I said, I watch CSI and Law and Order all the time, and those people on that show, they kill people over the smallest things, blog shows. Um, another person got their recipe. I mean, I've seen it all. So to just say that black people need to come together, if I call somebody out and excuse my language, if I call somebody a bitch or uh, something like that, I'm just not talking about the black race of women being bitches. I'm talking about all bitches. That's just it. That's just it. If I say hey, a dude is a dog, I'm not talking about just men, black men. I'm talking about all dog men, all bitch-ass men. I'm talking about all y'all, hey. all y'all. I know a whole bunch it's of Asian bitch-ass men. One of the... issues, 
It's now it's one thing to like particular shows. I mean, we all can get into that, but spread yourself around. I think problems between hosts arise when something jumps off, and and that host is used to, you know, just like um, I I can't remember which one of you you ladies said it. Your show is not gonna be the hottest show every week. You know, there may be a week where, you know, you may have a smaller crowd than you had last week. Deal with the shit. It's okay. Uh As long as everyone that is there in attendance is having a good time, you know? That the poetic beef is definitely destroying poetry and that it just needs to stop in the hole. As everybody, as anybody that's into poetry, any poet out there, you know, it just needs to, to, like she said, just stop. Just get over it. You know, stop masturbating. Get over yourself. <laughs> you know. Indeed. Let's say take away from well, the got a minute publicity, left, prestige, whether it's um, to, get rec- to get some sales off your book or your CD <laughs> or just because you're playing hating. Basically, at the end of the day, we all need to quit it with the peace and just write on. Right. Right on. With that being said, we got to wrap this up, ladies, because I got the lady counting down in my ear. <laughs> Great show, you guys. Bye. Good night, Candy. Good night, y'all. It's been a night. Y'all have a good night, and we will see y'all back on the 26th for the finish shoot battle. See? It's been a good night. See you Friday. Indeed. All right. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Uh, uh, I fuck with your soul like ether. Well, Teach you the king, you know you. Now nah. son across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race uh, yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an age test. What's the result? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor, South, Greeting. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage. Burner at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this. Lock since 9-1. I am the truth. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Save y'all chapters. But now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With the wine and Sophie fame, kept my name in his music. Check it out. Fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Lost son across the belly. I prove you lost already. Hey, yo, pass me the weed, put my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey, yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. Fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Lost son across the belly. I prove you lost already. Fuck.